Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we're going to start our deep dives into the different legions for Horse Heresy. Since they come numerically first, we're going to start with the Dark Angels. Now, a bit of a lead-in into this, we don't do any hobby, we don't go through news, anything like that. We just get to the Legion discussion. Our original intention was that these were going to be short episodes. We, um, Before we started recording, we thought maybe 30 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, because the Dark Angels have just so, so much for theirs. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't looked at the tag yet, we talk for well over two hours, and we don't go through the rights of war. We actually kind of run out of time. We discuss it very briefly at the end. Um, I would still like to do a little little discussion on that, or at least a recording myself of that. But um, this will be timestamped. I'm going to break it down with more timestamps than normal, so that way if you only want to hear certain parts, you'll be able to find that. And now, on to the show. All right, and um, at this point, we're going to start our Legion discussions. Uh, we went a little bit back and forth, and we decided we're just going to go straight in order for this. So we're going to be starting with Dark Angels. That, of course, is probably going to be the longest one because when you look at everything, they kind of got the most part of it, I think, just because of their structure, uh, part of it because they had so many units, apparently they just didn't put in the book. Um, do we want to mention the fluff at all? Yeah, we can give like five minutes towards the fluff. Okay. Do you want to give a few minutes then? Oh, you want me to do it? I, I, wh um. Whoever. I'm sounds not like you volunteered, Dan. It Apparently, did sound well, like you okay, volunteered. So, no, because this is this is one of my top three legions. I, I do like so top three legions for me are Dark Angels, White Scars, and Alpha Legion. I I and had like three or four people not started Dark Angels in in Maplewood, I probably this would have been my legion. Hmm. Just because the oh my god, the fucking Terminators just look so good. God They're damn. the most popular anyway, legion overall for um, yeah. new starts. When they showed the numbers, it was by a couple percentage yeah. points. Which is very surprising. I, mean, I guess because they play so they can like custom. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So this is the first legion. They're black. Which means <laughs> you don't have to paint shit. Yeah, but so is Iron Hands, and you don't have to paint. Um, and uh, Ferris Manus is the Primarch killer. Anyway, moving on. So you need a dead Primarch. Yeah, no, he's he like if you look at his rules, ironically, ironically, Ferris Manus is the premier Primarch killer, yeah. which is the irony. Um, so yeah, Dark Angels are your first legion of Space Marines. Um, they basically are, pardon me, not donned in the green of 40k that people are very used to, like the green and the red. They're they're black essentially during this time period. Um, so essentially, the Dark Angels are the first legion. Um, they were used extensively also on the warped uh, unification, not unification wars. Um, yeah, unification wars. Oh, unification yeah, wars, yes. They were used extensively during the unification wars as well. As such, they're they're usually spotted with much more older uh, marks of armor. Um, but the really cool thing about them is, and and I know our friend James kind of like tells me about this, is um, the Dark Angels were kind of created for a very specific purpose in mind, which people don't really realize. And that is actually um, to fight against the Mechanicum. Uh, Dark Angels are known to have a lot of their older weapons, such as Plasma, um, but they're also, because of, you know, where their Primarch grew up, are really good at taking down monsters or just bigger creatures. And the Emperor pretty much kind of essentially kind of set these guys up as the just-in-case the Mechanicum decided to go against the Emperor. 
and he and his dark angels kind of train to take out their their big creatures essentially because they're not really robots um yet they're cybernetic they're half yeah. human half um so yeah so this is they're 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 not the largest legion that still remains that still remains with the ultramarines um but yeah no that that's really about everything i mean also a little spoiler alert the dark angels um as you know in 40k uh a, a good what half of them turned traitor was it half it uh, exactly i don't know if they ever they probably give you exact numbers yeah. it might change between books but essentially the and and here's the the meme joke they always make of which ones are left are they the traitors are they the not and all that the ones that um are probably about half um, a lot of it was the ones what who were Terran born went one way, the ones who were born and Caliban went yeah, the so other Caliban, way with Luther. Basically Lutherans versus the, the the joke is actually like Luther. Um yeah. but yeah, it's the Lutherans that stayed in Caliban versus um the lion um who basically went to go rescue Terra. Yes. Yeah, and then they wear green now in remembrance of their planet that was utterly destroyed, except <laughs> for uh, the core where the lore essentially says the lion is sleeping and one day to be awoken when he's needed. When GW is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah I, what we really should do one of these days, if we want to really give our listeners a very long a treat, but a very long treat is have James on and he can tell us all about a variety of things that yeah, I would have, yeah. we'd have to look back through to remember. There's just, there's so much lore. There's so much James lore. Is our resident, so uh, James is our resident lore buddy. Yeah. He's the he's, librarian he's, of he's the, the group. He's the, he's the um, he's the rem, 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 oh remembrancer. No, you yeah, can't. Rem, <laughs> remembrancer. Remembrancer, yeah. He's our local remembrancer. But yeah, no, they, they, the reason I like this Legion is for two reasons. Their fluff is pretty cool, and they, they I dare say they're definitely one of the top three best-looking Legions. Yeah, and 30K, like, so there are, what, several Legions that are essentially in black. I, Iron Warriors I like a lot of times when the people just do a lot more of metal colors rather than just the pure black. But th There's they get nice really highlights and accents with the reds and the whites. Like right. mine right now... They probably would look a little bit like Iron Warriors and therefore look a little bit like Raven Guard and all of that if it wasn't for the red and a little bit of iconography. So it really does help stand them apart from the other sort of all black legions. Mm -hmm. All right. So why don't we why don't we get started? Um, quick thing we'll say related to all of them is that they all have a thing in the beginning that essentially says, "Hey, you're able to take special war gear from your legion. Hey, you know." your guys are able to take certain type of console upgrade, essentially some sort of upgrade, and then um, your warlord trait list. So they have their own version of that, but everyone has their own version. We'll point out if any of that is different. Um, uh, they, they aren't. I, I did remember looking at that specific. It's yeah. the bottom. So like you'll have a chart. They always have a special rule hmm. for the Legion, and then the same. The bottom three things are always the same thing. Here is your armory. Here is your specialized hq yeah. yeah and then here is your warlord traits true all right so the big thing with dark angels and what's going to probably take the longest why they are the longest ones to go over is one they don't have they have a a army wide trait but it breaks down a lot more depending on what you want to do with it and a lot more than any of the other ones so what they have is a hexagrammaton so 
um, what this rule does. Some units are told which one they have to select. So essentially, when you build your army, every unit has to pick a subtype. Some of them are chosen for you because some units are, it'll say on there what subtype they are. When we get to the interemptors later, they are Dreadwing. It mentions it right in their profile. Otherwise, you're choosing it. Um, if you have a unit, every model in that unit has the same exact subtype. If you have a special character, obviously they're, they can have their own subtype. That's the only way to sort of mix subtypes. So your independent character could have a different one than your unit. If that's the case, at the start of your turn, each round you can determine which of the two subtypes in that unit is going to be the active one for the round, essentially until you go again. Or, uh, yeah, I should, yeah, really round is probably the best way to put it. The other subtype essentially doesn't exist. Um, they mentioned, you know, the you other things that break up. it are obviously, you know, things like... Um, tech marines or apothecaries because they are types of units that are allowed to join otherwise but again that same sort of rule of you only every unit has exactly one subtype active even if there was ways for them to have other ones um, if you take a dedicated transport it has to have the same subtype as the unit that took it otherwise otherwise vehicles can choose um, and while you're embarked on a model a unit gains no benefit from its hexagrammaton unit subtypes that any model includes may possess, but the model they are embarked on may benefit from any of the subtype that it itself possesses. So when you're in a vehicle, you don't get any bonuses, but if your vehicle has a subtype, it can still have its own bonuses. Um, I There is no restriction as far as I'm aware, and I've read it several times, if like your your units can't join with different types essentially they can't have different types but you can get into a vehicle with a different type than yourself but you just like i said it just can't be your dedicated because that would have to be the same type they have as far as i know yeah theirs is the most complicated legion rule right everyone else's is like your whole army gets this thing yeah no it, um does anyone else right, like say, deviate out units at all? Crunchy. No, Raven Guard's up there too with their weirdness of like non-terminators, things that don't fly, terminators and things that fly, and like okay. dreadnoughts or something like that. They're each their own category with their own rule. That and that also, one's weird. Like when you say complicated, you have like Alpha Legion, which is a very simple one, but complex in like play, which yes. is like minus two inches. So yeah, oh, okay. It's only minus two inches to shoot and to charge. Right? They're they're always kind of minus. But like in actual play, that actually does you you tend to be, it gets complicated with your way to move. I don't know if that makes any sense. Sure. Um, well, uh, so so complication. Yeah. It, we're thinking about you know in the beginning of trying to even just put it together. Yeah, th their thing is a nice basic idea, and then how it plays yeah. out on the battlefield can can feel more impactful. Obviously. Yeah. No, Great. It's it's the more it's this is more of the wordy ones. Yes. That's gonna and um as someone who plays Dark Angels, I've so now I've played two games. I'm playing a couple probably learning style games, teaching some people tomorrow. What I've learned with them is you definitely want something written down so you remember which units are which. Because you're not gonna remember. I didn't. Um because depending on what the unit is armed with or what you see as their purpose or what you want them to do, you are gonna be varying up what they are. 
you're not going to be running an army of all of one subtype or another. There's going to be a lot of difference. Your independent characters is usually a really good idea for them to have a different subtype than maybe the unit might want to put them in. So that way you get some choice. You can say, hey, for, for this turn, ooh, I know I'm going at this. I need this thing more, whatever it may be. And we'll get into those in a second. So have it written down somewhere. But um, there are six. I should point out that they Go also ahead. are pretty powerful too. They are really good. So, like, being able to switch between them is really, really good. Yes. Um, so, six of them. So, we'll, I guess we'll round robin them. I'll start with the first one, the easiest one. So, yep. Stormwing. Um, this is essentially your basic model is really what the Stormwing was. These are your guys with Bolter. So, all models in the unit under the effects of this particular unit. This subtype gain a plus one to hit when rolling to hit as part of a shooting attack, including reactions. Um, keep in mind for this new edition... If you get a plus to hit or something like that, and it doesn't mention reactions, then it doesn't carry two reactions. Reactions are essentially treated separately, so it does need to say that. Um, and you get this bonus if it's a bolter, combi bolter, or bolt pistol. Unfortunately, not heavy bolters. Um, this is great for your uh, tactical squad, because they're yeah. going to just have bolters. And it's nice and simple. Um, they're now hitting on twos. I mean, like, I always, well, again, the battle report I watched today oh, yeah. was uh, a 20-man Iron Warrior unit. And it's just 20-man Iron Warrior unit that doesn't move. And then, and they were hitting on threes, for Christ's sake. But they did a Fury of the Legion. 60. Right? So they got 60 shots. Yeah, right? they did Fury of the Legion. Uh, oh, no, and they were in rapid-fire range, so it was even more. Because they get the stupid, um... Yeah. No. So rapid fire plus another extra one that makes three guys, so it was sixty shots. Yeah, that's how they got the sixty. Oh, that's a yes. Yeah. And so it was just yeah, it's, even though they were hitting on threes, it hurt, especially as an intercept, you know, for people deep striking down. So yeah, being able to hit on twos with like a twenty man unit, especially if you because I it's called Heart of the Legion, where they get the five up feel no pain on an objective. Uh and if you have a six up. Yeah, it's a six up. Six. Six up and then and stubborn. Instead. And if it's an apothecary, then it's a four up. That's why. Right, because it's stacks yeah, okay. and apothecary's five up. Yes. Exactly. That's why. I thought, okay. So you know, yeah. So the, you stick a twenty man unit of dark angels on an objective with an apothecary on an objective. Fucking, they're hitting on twos with bolters. That's still scary. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Basic, easy, done. Yes, that's the easiest one to recall. Because if you're if you're not running units with that care about their bolters. You know you don't need to worry about that one. You know that's not the one that you're taking. Uh, Dan, you want to take the next one? Yeah, I'll take that. I, of course I'll take this one. Yeah. Sounds uh, like a plan. Between... Yeah. Uh, all models in the unit under the effect of this hexagrammaton. Hexagrammaton, right? Yeah, hexagrammaton. Okay. unit subtype gains the bonus of plus one to hit when rolling to hit in an assault with one of the following weapons. Chainsword, Force Sword, Power Sword, Tyrannic Great Sword, Calibanite Warblade, Char... Charnable, Charnable Saber? Yeah, that, that's Charnable what Saber. I, I've been going with Charnable, but... Yeah, Charnable Saber, Paragon Blades, or Close Combat Weapon, Model as Sword. Basically, you get plus, plus one to hit with anything that is a sword. Yeah, if it looks like a sword, uh, you hit better. Yeah, you get plus one. In addition, a model with the vehicle unit type gains plus one bonus to strength uh, of all hits inflicted as part of a ram attack, uh, up to a maximum strength 10. So, let's start with the first one. This is great. Plus one a hit in, in melee, especially with the new fucking weapon skill chart. Perfecto. 
because for those who don't know um, or haven't played a new edition yet, the weapon skill chart is very different from 1.0. It acts very much like the strength chart from 40k, where the moment someone is weapon skill four and you're wep- or, and and you're hitting someone weapon skill five, you no longer hit them on fours. You hit them on fives. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is, I think correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but mm-hmm. most of your um, special units are weapon skill five. Because yeah. I, I mean, I know I'm kind of jumping the gun, but. Let me see. Your 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 Deathwing Terminator and Catafraction. Your Synobium yeah. are are five or six for the leader. Um, that's really what it is. So for special units, out of the book itself, is the Synobium or the Interdemptors. The Interdemptors are normal, but your Synobium are weapon skill five. And I'm looking right now at like Tartarus and stuff, and the Cataphracti. Yeah. Um, they are also weapon skill five. Uh, oh, it's, you're talking about like for your oh yeah the the yeah, HQ the options yeah, yeah your HQ options yes are so yeah the yeah, no, the right. Deathwing generic uh, line ones are only four oh yes, yes the generic yeah. ones but I just want to look at the the, the Deathwing ones yeah um but yeah no that's you're hitting on twos or threes almost all the time and if you're hitting a Primark you're hitting on fours yeah that's insane. It, it helps with the fact that sword weapons, I find at least on my heavier units, sword weapons are not that not that they're bad, but I always felt that I would be doing a lot more damage off the bat or I'd be wounding easier than I am because the sword is maybe a plus one for um, our Calbanite swords or plus two if it's a Tyrannic Greatsword. So compared to say on your terminators compared to pyrophis and stuff like that i'm not wounding as easily but at least i'm hitting a lot more often so that that that's a worthwhile trade-off agree what about you steve yeah no um it definitely on the right unit that sort of perk adds up um you know it's a d6 based system so there's only so much you can take a d6 and modify it by a plus one is nothing to laugh at yeah you know it's it's good on the Synobium because they're automatically armed with swords. Other units, honestly, not too great on because a lot of your other units aren't going to have a lot of swords. And maybe they will, but mine don't. It can be very good, though, on your Praetor. Hmm? And normal Catafraction? Yes. The spoilers be good for this, too. Oh, the yeah. spoilers would be good because they could have power. Yeah. Can Cataphract your Tartaros replace their power fist with swords? Um, So they, they come sword. out base with power weapons so you can make it swords. Although, okay, well, here's the thing, though. So we hit a little better, but we don't have any better strength. Uh, for five points, we can go to our Calibonite Greatswords, so I'm strength five, essentially, hitting. Useful versus Space Marines, but for what you might want to send a un- a big old unit of Terminators against, you're probably going to sure. bounce against them, bounce off of them. <laughs> Having a few is not bad, but there's some of these other ones that I think are better for, essentially, your, your Terminator squads. All right, uh... Still very nice. Yeah. How about yeah, the... I'll take on the Dreadwing. Yep. Right? All right. Dreadwing. All models on a unit under the effects of this hexagrammaton unit subtype reduce the strength of all attacks made against them with the Flame, Plasma, Volkite, and Phosphex um, by minus one and force attacks made against them with poison to make the required threshold one worse. Um, If it wasn't for that poison thing, I would say this was kind of useless against phosphex because phosphex is poison two up three up yeah. but with that 
additional minus one on poison that actually works out pretty well for them um this is the bane of salamanders mm. but it's not as good as the salamanders tree no um for those who don't know horus heresy the wound table is not the same as the 40k wound table the way the horus heresy one works is if you're equal strength it's fours if you're one point better it's threes if you're two or more points better it's twos likewise the inverse is true um if you're one worse it's fives and if you're two or three worse it is sixes but if you're four worse then you cannot wound um that's out of toughness four space where you're not going to find a you know a strength uh strength two melt a pistol anywhere or strength one melt a pistol so um this one's like super meta dependent i would not default the dreadwing unless i had a specific something saying this should be dreadwing for example, a Dreadwing-themed army, or a Dreadwing Right of War, maybe, if it says, like, you're a warlord, must be Dreadwing. Yes. It's you nice don't choose these, but... right? In army listing, right? You, 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 you do. For no, a... you choose an army listing. Unit by unit, if it's not, like, one of the specialist units, you pick it. Okay, so you don't choose it when they're deployed, you choose it when you're, like, building the army. Correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah, That's sorry, build phase. Okay. okay, I mean, okay. I'll put this way, Dan. In book nine... They say you should paint your symbols so you know which hexagrammaton. Oh, okay, unit perfect. Is. Okay, and that's that way you can't cheese it. Got it. That's okay. I don't know if this book even shows you what the symbols are. No, they don't. I had to look that up on Reddit because I was looking at the um oh, the uh, sheet, uh, the transfer sheet that who knows if we'll ever get because GW is not sending us the order, and someone posted. I'm like, I don't know how these symbols are, and I looked, and Reddit had a thing of. Someone someone asked the same question I did, and someone broke down. Oh yeah, if you're Dreadwing, it's I think it was the Hourglass. If you're this Hourglass, yeah, yeah. Deathwing is the cross is swords and all of that. So, so no, I, mean, I don't think the book says. Gold. Yep. Okay. I I, I, know, the... I just took take at the iconography section, and there is not a breakdown like they had no. in book nine. No, they they really they really should have. Um, I I like the idea of what the Dreadwing part does. And some of my armies that I run and stuff like that, the ideas I have are Dreadwing based, but it is so dependent. If if someone doesn't bring a lot of those weapons, it's useless. The fact that it works on Volkite helps, um, just because that I think is going to be rather prevalent. That that you're more likely to run mm. into maybe than the flame or possibly the plasma for the unit you would take this on. Um, yeah. Yeah, because the plaza one makes almost no difference. Well, no. on a dreadnought, it could be useful. That's what I say. If you want to put on your dreadnought, th that's where maybe the um th the sort of cheeky play with it is. If you put it on your dreadnought, then the weapons that they might be going at it with, say plasma or some of the really strong volkite, yeah, now it's still not much. getting through you. But it's it's okay. Some of the other ones are more fun. Well, it's actually, good. No, it's... It, it won't work on plasma, and here's why. Plasma is rending four plus mm. and rends automatically wound. True. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, so oh, it yeah. wouldn't really help you there. Mm. So no. Hey. Wait, is it reach or brend? Or brend, Jesus. It, <laughs> it's rending on a plasma. Oh, it's rending rending on a plasma. I was forgetting if it's breach or rend. Okay. It's cool. I but again, it, it, yeah, it depends on the meta. Alright. Literally depends on what you're fighting. Oh, that's so, that's... I hate me uh, meta tailoring, so it's no, everyone needs it, it exists. It exists. Are you sure it's rending? Because our plasma part? burners are breaching, but normal plasma is rending. 
pretty sure I'm checking right now. Though. Check. I'll. I'll. Breaching. You. Know, you. You read it. I'll go it's through. One of the Iron things Wind. that went back and forth on back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I want to say no plasma is breaching. That's I think why it's I breaching. Asked. Oh, it is breaching. Okay, so they did revert from that. Um, the leaked documents. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it is breach. So it does help plasma. It does help. It plasma. does help against plasma because I don't think breaching auto. No, no breaching just changes changes does. the AP. Yeah, I think that's literally all breaching does is is put you straight to AP two. All right, all right. So Iron Wing, Iron Ring. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Um, all models in the unit under the effect of this hexagrammaton unit subtype may reroll fail to hit rolls of one when targeting an enemy model with the vehicle subtype. Additionally, a model with this unit subtype and the vehicle subtype make all snapshots at BS two instead of one. So if you put on a vehicle, you'll snapshot on fives instead of on sixes. And if you have this subtype and you're targeting a vehicle, you get to reroll when your ones to hit. I mean, it, it's I, this this one is good. I've taken this yeah. one on. Um, so I, actually, where I put it was in the unit that was in my Spartan because that was a dedicated transport, so it could be on my Spartan. Because that way I could actually move him forward and snap shooting on two when you have, you know, twin length on your weapon, you actually get some shots through. Um, Which is I like it being though. taken over by the Magos. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. If, if, you, if yeah, you're running hilarious. that. I God, didn't I really do it much for you. Just, it really didn't. It, it, it didn't, but it was hilarious. Yes. Oh, no. It was very, very funny. Um, I, again, I could see someone just doing that with a Warlord Titan on the table. That would well, fucking... We still have to wait until we see the rules come out exactly, to see if you're able that to do hilarious. that. My guess yeah. would be no, because that's too much. No, because it's going to have like a Titan rule to not do it. I'm sure um, I like it, though. Yeah, put it on the last cannon Predator. Put that on the last cannon Predator. Yes. Yeah, it, this is... like I, I have no problem with Iron Wing at all. No, no. Iron, Iron Wing's... It, it's good. It's a nice, solid choice. Oh, put it on a little stupid... Um, yeah. What the fuck? They changed the name. It's 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 a Castaferum dreadnought. What's the box dreadnought called? Castaferum, yeah. Yeah, Castaferum. Put it on a Castaferum dreadnought with double las cannons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two. Four, well, they're already four twin shot ones. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, they're no, already they're twin not twin links. Links. Are they? No, I think they're two shots. Are they? I have no idea. Ravis las cannons. Yeah, hold on. Da-da. Da-da. Oh, Gra- yeah, no, Gravis Lost Cannons are not twin linked. Of course, I can't spell the, the ones, the, the, the cannon, not. the arrays okay. are the ones yeah. that are on the Spartan. Ooh. I'm going to tell you right now, give me a second. I'm scrolling. Yeah, no, that Page. works. That works. So, yes, it's a Gravis right Lost Cannon. What is it? A two shot Lost Cannon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, put on a cast, a double Lost Cannon Cast Firm Dreadnought. There are 125 points. That brings it to. 40, 165 points for four shots we're rolling ones and they're hitting on twos oh shit they're bs5 yeah what yeah. dreadnoughts are bs5 oh. nice. okay so i didn't i know that's that they went down the initiative you know i was kind of upset that's about that surprise they used yeah. to be bs4 and weapon skill four too if i'm not mistaken they 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 normalized they normalized dreadnoughts to essentially make them weapon skill plus skill fives yeah, which I didn't. I okay. I I know they went down initiative two, which I was like, oh, that sucks. But the weapon skill, ballistic skill five. Yeah, four shot last cannon for 165 points, rerolling ones on a on five wounds. I'll fucking take that shit any day. And then you give him a 
<laughs> Give him a fucking searchlight. <laughs> yeah, why not? Nice fighting. No, that's that's that that's a pretty nice build. Yeah. I ain't even mad. Alright, Dan. Kill it with fire. What's the next one? Firewing. Yeah. All models in the unit under the effect of this hexagram uh, hexagram oh my god. Hexagrammaton Hexagrammaton <laughs> unit subtype gains a bonus of plus one to wound when attacking a unit that contains at least one model with an independent character special rule. This is great on your say Praetor. Because yes. then he can go into a unit and depending on, on your turn who you want to charge at or who you're in combat with, you can either take the main one on the whole unit or switch to the one that he has. Now, because now your whole unit counts as that, oh, they have an independent character in there. Now I, now I wound on one better on my whole unit. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like, I do yeah. that on my Praetor and like maybe Iron Wing on the unit. That's what I think I was, I was, I was liking it. Because then, depending on um, what I'm going against, which one do I need? I would probably do. Well, hold on. What this is? You're talking about? Oh no, you don't have the sword. You need yet, more right, sword. Babe? Yeah. Um. I I put them together. So obvious. Synobium, Yeah. That Deathwing for sure because they have swords. Yeah, um, can I say death, then, that's when you do Deathwing and Firewing. Yes, but um, since I, I wasn't running those at the time, and my other guys don't have tons of swords, I, again, it could be useful. It's not bad, but I was more worried about heavy targets. But either choice isn't bad. But I, I like, you know, running my independent characters with firewing. Yeah. I was gonna say firing's a great fuck you to Mechanicum because yeah. they like to hide their magos with the robots, which are normally hard to wound. Yeah. Since yes. the entire unit's being targeted, hey, guess what? Say it goes, it starts at like a six or a five. Now it's you know fives or fours. Yeah. It helped against them, for sure. Honestly, honestly, I would throw this on a heavy bolter squad because they have a high enough strength to normally wound Mechanicus robots on fives, which will put them down to fours. To make them fours. Or wound yeah. Marines on threes and push that down to twos. Twos, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Or even, you know what I'm thinking, too? And they have the range um, to reach across the tails as long as you have a good line of sight somewhere. Or like Volkite. Great. Or on Volkite. Yeah, Volkite weapons, it's good on two. Less. On the lighter Volkite weapons, yes. On the heavier yes. ones, it, it's a 50-50. Because if they're strength six natively, they're already wounding Marines. Yeah, two for space Unless they're Salamanders, but yeah. Yeah. Now, it's it's good on the lighter Volkite to make it feel worthwhile. Cause I, I found the other one, Chargers versus Calivers. You know, the cal obviously, the Caliver feels better. It's more points. You know, heavy, okay, all that. Another shot. But you have this on a unit with Chargers. Now... You know, you can actually feel useful in hunting someone if they have independent characters, yeah, because no, I agree. Your strength is now very good for that. Or I said, or heavy bolters. I mean, I put five heavy bolter guys together. I do like the idea of them standing in the back. Here's your unit with an independent character. I'm just going to try to kill people in that squad. Just even, try to lower them. Even rotor cannons. Even fucking rotor cannons. Actually, yeah. If you want to take rotor cannons, this is one way that yeah. would actually make it worthwhile. Those little strength Rotor cannon with now wounding space brains on fours. Get the, with all those shots. Ugh. Ugh. Trying to think, there's any units that have rotor cannons and access to uh, precision shots? I don't think there are outside of Night Lords, so that wouldn't work. No, yeah, that wouldn't no, work. No, not, nothing like thinking. that. But technically, head seekers, by the way, can do that. I know what you're thinking. Technically, head seekers because yeah. they're relentless and they can take. Yeah. 
but that you would just take a multi-melter for. You know, Fire Ring's cool. Um, Fluff-wise, of the Dark Angels, Fire Ring were the biggest fans of Mark VI because it has the extra sensor suites inside of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when going for those assassination runs against the enemy caster, that's what you want. Fire Ring's cool. Fluff-wise, you know, it's a cool concept. Like, this is the kill team. And there so happens to be a larger battle going on. I like their trait. It's nice. It, They're all good. It's it yeah. all characters, just independents. So, about the carries you know, and tech marines, yeah. not going to trigger it. No. Which means it's probably going to be about one to three units in the enemy army to work against, but even then. Yeah. It's a, not, like I said earlier, a plus one on a D6 is nothing to joke about. All right. How yeah, about, how about these good. fast like boys? Yeah, these the Ravenwing. Um, so, Ravenwing. Quick fluff, though, before we get into the crunch. Did you know that even during the Horus Heresy, the Dark Angels were on a quest to scrounge up survivors of a battle they were kind of ashamed that they took part in? That, that's, I mean, that's on brand, for sure. That's absolutely yeah, on brand. Yeah. Um, Thunder Warriors. The Dark Angels, part of their task during the Crusade was to track down any runaway thunder warriors and hunt them down because they didn't want where getting out that the emperor every now and then is like you're no longer useful and you know bang um yeah uh into going into the crunch um models and a unit under the fact of this unit subtype other than models of the vehicle type get plus one to the to the distance moved when they run and if they're cavalry they could also reroll failed shrouded damage mitigation rolls so essentially if your bikes make a run move they have a five-up shrouded, and you can then re-roll failures on that. Um, models with this unit type that are vehicles instead add to their moving characteristic, moving at cruising speed. This one's situational. Um, as plus I'll... one to run means it's not yeah. great on infantry. Nope. Caval the cavalry buff only works on turns that they run, which means they're not shooting. No, 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 no. So this is competing. Hold on, this is competing with Iron Wing for the vehicles. I don't see it being useful on anything they else. No. Steve, they don't have to run to get the reroll. No, no, they have to run because that's how you get shrouded. Cavalry, no, shrouded is a reaction, isn't it? Right. Or, or it's also a reaction. True. So, so if they took the reaction, shrouded. Yeah, that's what I was if thinking. They, if like, they take the reaction, but that means you're dedicating one of your three to four reactions every turn. Maybe you're only shooting phase reaction to, to, to get a five-up re-rollable save. It's, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, it's useful, but I wouldn't... I don't know if I'd build a list around that. Nope. I don't own any fast attack, um, though, choices, so I, I don't use any of this currently. Like, if you have a bike squad, Night you're fighting. obviously going to do it because, of course, they're Ravenwing. Night but... fighting gives you shrouded as well, doesn't it? Mm. I believe it gives you shrouded six up? Maybe. I know it reduces... I know it makes your ballista skill one worse. Your max range is 24 inches. Minus one on leadership. Minus one leadership. Does it give you shrouded as well? Is someone looking that up, or do I have to go look it up? If it does, can then I can see the page it's turning. Right. A little bit. Like, a... Through my rulebook? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, my one thing about this uh, game is the layout of these books. Agreed. Battlefields. Swally's looking. Um, Night fighting, minus one leadership ballistic skill, and line of sight limits. Nothing at 
all of I'll try it. Okay. Even if it gave I'll you a six up, on. still wouldn't be good. Yeah. Yeah. Not compared to the other options. I mean, I I fully admit, have you know, having played now a few games with them and all and, and thinking about options in the future, there's a lot of decisions to be made of, of which which ones do you want? What what's good, what's not. Some of these look nice, like the, the iron wing is nice, but like I, I took some units that with the other day. And the guy I was playing against, I was we were doing a small teaching game, fifteen hundred points. He didn't bring it. He brought his only vehicle was a a rhino that I put last cannons into. Oh, well, so you it was showed gone. that rhino who's boss. Yeah, and I did have a few units as Iron Wing because I was like, it makes sense. These guys over here should be Iron Wing because these guys are wanting to go hunt down the the big heavy stuff, and there's just no big heavy stuff. But um, you know, f- from a sort of take all comers perspective. Ravenwing to me is the least interesting because yeah, it's really very conditioned of what to do. Like running is nice, but if I'm running, I'm not doing anything else. I better. I'm hoping not to run more than once in the game. Pretty much. I mean, unless you're going for that late game objective grab, yeah, and that requires you specifically have an army built around bikes because that's how you make bike score. Or command squad of bikes. I guess that would work too. Yeah. 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 I'm not in love with this one. No, no. There's other ones that are both more fun and more usable. When when I think of you know your Legion trait, I think of some of the other ones, the, the things I've seen. Because some of them I'm just not familiar enough with. But thinking through some of them, you know, they're usually pretty big and useful and important. Since you have a variety to choose from, it feels like you want to be making good choices. I understand wanting to make fluff choices, sure. But you definitely want to feel like you're making a, a good decision because if you make a bad one somewhere, then like, oh, this unit? No, they're just regular old Space Marines. They got nothing. Oh, you got cool stuff? No. These guys don't. Um, yeah, like if it was runs or charges, you know, that'd be like, okay, yes. this could be interesting on a melee squad. But exactly. The fact yeah. that... And it's cruising, cruising speed specifically for the other one. Like, yep. The extra movement is not that enticing when it can't be used to give you the bonus to charges. Like the white scar straight puts the basic green up to move eight, which is also a plus one to charge rolls. So mm-hmm. like, you know, that one has interesting, like, you know, cascading effects. But this one, it's when you run specifically. So it's like, eh, sure. I mean, it's a thing. And it doesn't stack with any other benefits. Nope. So it's just going to be that one bike squad that not not liking it unless you do it all ravenwing army and your plan is to just you know drive in circles and hope that you live that's not not doing it for me yeah have fun not a good strategy yeah i mean play fluffy play the stuff you want but realize if you're choosing that you're kind of really hamstringing what that unit could do um that's all right all right uh I think we're on to the uh, advanced reaction. Advanced reactions, yes, sir. So, so all of our advanced reactions have the same sort of stipulation, at least all the ones I've seen, that essentially it has to be made up of models entirely of that particular legion, and essentially, in this case, Dark Angels. Um, I've, I've played them a couple of times. I've never used this advanced reaction because no one has charged yet, maybe because of this reaction. Actually, um, no. Honestly, no. That's not why. Um, no, actually, you did charge me once. I could have used it then. I think there's is technically one of the weaker ones. It's not awful, but I'm not a huge fan of it this one. It has potential. Yeah. All right, let's go through it, and then we'll, we'll see if you can convince me. Go through it, yeah. So um, it can be used once per battle as all advanced reactions. 
And this used when a charge is declared um, for an enemy unit targeting one of the active player's units. So when they're charging you. Before the charge is resolved, the active player makes a leadership test using the lower leadership, lowest leadership characteristic in the unit making that reaction. If you pass the test, then all models in the reacting unit have fearless and fear to special rule until the end of the controlling player's next turn. So essentially, until you're done going again, you yourself, if the leadership test has failed, then they gain stubborn and fear one until the same time. So um, they're going to charge you. You make a leadership test. You make it. You get fearless and fear two. You fail it. You get stubborn and fear one. Um. I I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I'm on the camp of this is actually pretty freaking powerful. And let me explain why. More than Overwatch. The, it's because, yeah, no, there's yes, one reason why. Here's why. Fear it's is a twelve-inch bubble. Well, it's not that. It's here's the lowest. You take it on the lowest leadership characteristic. Yes. Right. Your That's what makes it so powerful. Yeah, yours. Because no, 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 no yours. You yourself. No, oh. you're taking the test. You yourself. Oh, I thought you. Were, oh, never mind. No, 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 no. Yeah, you take the test because fear is strong. Yeah, fear is strong. Fear right. is a straight leadership debuff, and a game that has already lowered leadership across the board. If you are going to win any of the combats going on in that general vicinity, it's going to stack things heavily in your favor in terms of breaking the enemy unit and driving them off the table and sweeping advance. Fear two, fear still makes someone weapon skill one, right? No, no. no I just said, that. fear is a straight leadership debuff. Yeah. Oh. It just lowers their leadership for, and, for tests. And it lasts until the controlling player's next turn, as in the Dark Angel player's next turn. Yeah. The end of it. So Ooh. now you could give fear two to a unit potentially, or even fear one. Even fear one's useful because you then use this to punish everything of the enemies within twelve inches of that of that squad. So like, yeah, you charge me, great. Your entire army is taking leadership debuff. Here come the pinning attacks. Here come you know all the leadership based things. I'm going to break you and drive you back. I I think if it lasted for just the one assault phase, I agree. Oh, great. But in your own turn, you can count, even if you don't think you're going to win that combat, you're fearless and or, or stubborn. So you're probably not going to break and run. Mm. You then get to counter charge with your own units and still take advantage of the fear. I, I think that's why I think this is solid. Yeah. I Now, in some matchups, it's going to be useless, but that's the case for all for most advanced reactions. Of course, because they're reactions. You know, they, your opponent always has to do something to trigger them. So you can't even say, ah, oh, it's back to situational because they all are. I think I will like this more in a bigger game because right now, if only one charge is, say, happening, and and the games I've played, I don't have tons and tons of units. So if only one charge is happening, I'd probably rather shoot you coming in. But if this is a bigger game, there's now multiple units. Yeah, now I could see it because then I also might have multiple units coming back at you the following turn. Um <laughs> Probably, oh, yeah, probably more useful in a bigger game. What you said something very interesting. You said yeah. I would rather shoot. Yeah, Why not both? This doesn't. This I don't think this takes the place of it, a, a unit can only yeah. do one they reaction. Always phase. use it. Oh, I see. Yeah. You'd rather shoot with that one. I thought you were got it. Okay. Yes. No. No. Th no. That you, individual you, I thought you were like unit. Saying, I'd rather shoot, and I'm like, you could have another unit shoot, and they do the. Okay, got it. Okay. But that's now also assuming you have additional reactions available. 
but yeah, I was, in a bigger yeah, game, it like might be game. it might be more uh, advantageous or look better to me. Currently, it doesn't, but it that's fine. It's not bad. It's fine. Also, I think you could make this reaction even if you're in an ongoing combat potentially. Uh, they have to declare a charge. Well, as long as uh, right, right, right. right. Oh. If, like if you're... they counter, if they counter assault, I think you trigger the reaction. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have like a chunky unit, you stick in the thick of it, and they're like, "Oh man, I got you know, I got to counter assault that unit, clear them out." You pop this, you hold as long as you can. Fearless, yeah. The rest of your army then counter counter charges. <laughs> because now you're fearless, and you put this on like a unit that has like a leadership, you know, eight or, or nine. Or, or that's just chunky. Wait, so you're saying, like, when you're in combat, they're about to pop in, let me do this reaction? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It says, mm -hmm. when a charge is declared for an enemy unit targeting one of the reactor player's units. So you can be locked in combat, someone can be charging you, right? Like, you could say, alright, I'm gonna activate ask, this. But that's what I'm checking. Oh, because you don't know if you can do a reaction. Like what, that, exactly, that's the question. I Gut says this works. Reactions, page 150. Yeah, it's on page 160 in the main book for reactions. I'm looking at the reactions in the assault phase. And I was just checking, I'm checking the advanced reactions rules. And yeah, it's all of the restrictions placed upon reactions unless it's specifically noted otherwise in their description. Oh, okay, never mind. A unit locked in combat may not react. Oh, okay. We tried. I'm sorry. I tried. I said that's what I thought. I didn't think they were allowed to. Yeah. Um, and that's what I wanted to check. But it still does set you up for a good counter assault. Yeah, it's, still, it's still good. Throw a sacrificial not unit best. up front that's tanky, and then have your counter assault ready behind it. That's how I would use this. If you wanted to, like, you know, try it out and see it work. I like just a just a chunky Terminator unit. It doesn't even have to be like a good one. Just throw it forward. It's like, hey. Here's Terminator Squad. You want you want to do something about that? All and right. even if, yeah, no, I, I don't. I like it. We'll, we'll see. I, I haven't used it enough or in a big enough game where I've, I've felt the desire to use that so far. But time will tell. Um. All right, Warlord traits. Uh, Dan, do you want to take um, the first one? Yeah, I'll take this. Uh, War Marshal of the Crown. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna kind of skip the first line sentences. Well, it's the flavor text. Down. That's okay. We don't have to go yeah, through the flavor, flavor text. text yeah. So basically, um, basically the warlord gets a plus one leadership to a maximum of ten. In addition, uh, an army whose warlord trait has this trait may make an additional reaction dependent on basically the hexa the, the hexagrammaton unit subtype possessed by the warlord. So if you are Deathwing or Dreadwing, you get an extra reaction in the assault phase. If you are Stormwing or Ironwing, you get an extra shooting phase reaction. If you are Ravenwing or Firewing, you get an extra movement phase reaction. So, so the second um, part you're correct on, the first part you were entirely wrong on. What? Um, Dictated by the, possessed by the Warlord. No, no. A, a Warlord with this trait selects a, a unit type. All units that have at least one model of that type and can see the warlord gain a plus one leadership. The warlord doesn't get more leadership. The oh, warlord yeah, chooses, yeah, chooses a subtype, a, and people sorry. with that subtype who can see him get plus one leadership. Got it. Got it. Yep. Which pairs the advanced reaction nicely, since yes. the lowest guy is now getting a bump of plus one. Exactly. For what that's worth. 
Um, it's all actually, ooh, command squad banner is really good for the advanced reaction because it sets you to ten. But yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's just so this spoiler trait. It's a leadership buff. It's it gives you an extra reaction. Yeah, Wait, which you is useful. You, you can customize wing? what it is. What do you take on your warlord? Iron wing, you said, right? No, I take fire. Was it? Fire wing. Fire wing. Fire wing. Currently, um, because I find that's one that I like. Because because on my warlord, I'm thinking, okay, he's an individual. Um, either that or I do take Deathwing sometimes or I think about it because he often has a sword. But what I like about that is the units that I want to send him against usually are the ones with the independent character. So this way that ho my whole unit that I'm in can now, I know I can use the benefit where well, I might not be using great. their benefit because I might not be going against a vehicle. I might not be using a bolter. I might not be doing this, that, the other thing. Like that way, at least I can guarantee one use. And an extra movement phase, which the movement phase is good on Cataphracty. The extra reaction. Yes. No, I like this a lot. All right. Very so, easy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about those keys there, uh, Steve? Yeah. So, Seneschal of the Keys. Essentially, this one's like, hey, you know, you're a guy's part of those secret orders they don't tell the others about. Ooh. So, or a warlord with this trait means like any one faction. Examples given are Mechanicum, Dark Mechanicum, making Dan happy, Demons of the Ruin Storm, sure. Legion on Sestardis, fill in the blank, and so on. Once per battle, the Warlord's controlling player may, and serve any of their own turns, declare that turn to be decisive. Ooh. During the decisive turn, the Warlord and all models unit has joined, may increase weapon skill or ballistic skill by one, making attacks against a unit that includes at least one model from the chosen faction. In addition, in addition, you get one extra um, assault phase reaction as long as your warlord is alive. So, does this work during list writing, or does this work when you show up to the table? It has to be when you show up to the table, because be otherwise table. it's garbage. It has to be the table. Yeah, it has to be when you're there. Well, put this way. Um, yeah, there's no way you don't, because if you don't, if you don't get to decide when I'm there which means I get to select some part of your faction, then this Warlord trait will literally never be taken. I, I literally think that 99.9% .9 of the fucking people that read this are not going to be like, well, you have to choose beforehand. I, I'm like... You never know. There, there's people out there. I agree. I, I would love this. I, bro, I, I'm not even the TOs for 40K would look at this and say, no, you have to choose beforehand. No, it's, no. Oh. 40K TOs absolutely would. No, they would not. Not TOs. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so this has to be chosen. I would say this absolutely gets chosen beforehand, and I, I think this is the one me and Dave were talking about during our game with Mechanicum. Yes. I love this Warlord trait. I, I like um, it more now that I thought about it, and the fact that yeah, you choose then, not like yeah, previous in the future. That plus one weapon skill or ballistic skill. Um. Actually, hold on a second. It this how long is this one last? turn? One turn, so that's yeah, why that I turn because it said or ballistic skill. I'm like, why not just and because it's the whole turn, but whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, they don't so let the you have both, that's all, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, the plus one weapon skill and ballistic skill, especially given to the unit, is fucking massive because now the Praetor is now weapon skill what seven, 
Let's open skill. No, it's weapon skill six normally, yeah, right? Yeah, six normally, normally so it would make six, him seven. Now seven. Yeah, so he becomes seven. And if you stick him in a unit of the, um, I know it's not the Cenobites. It's the, um, what are the tyrannic great sword terminators called? Uh, Cenobium. Yeah, the yeah. Cenobium. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, yeah. The, the Cenobian. That's a weapon skill six terminator unit. What the fuck? <laughs> Shit. I don't, I for literally winter. think. For for one, I don't give a fuck if it's for one turn. You charge that unit, right? At weapon skill six, the only thing that's hurting them is a Primark. Because I don't think there's literally anyone other than the the Lernaean Terminators that get natively plus one a hit. On They have the same thing, by the way, select a faction and you get plus one a hit against that faction, mm. right? Other than Lernaeans, I don't think anyone's hitting that, those fuckers on fours. I don't think there's a single weapon skill six elite unit in the entire book. Sans a Primark. That's okay, because you just throw lots of dice at that unit. But also remember, it's only for one turn. One turn you're assaulted but, debuffed. The next turn you swing back as normal. I, but still and I guess, and by the way, so it's a full thing. Weapon skill four base, seven, six, five, it's all the same. Uh, but this it's is a, a go turn. turn. This is you have to build around having a go turn and an assassination run. So if you have like a firewing boss that has this trait and a really great mobility asset. Yeah, I could see it, you going for this, but uh, it's a I single see this unit. Assault too. I would it's... rather be buffing the leadership of half my army. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's just me. I don't know. Um, we do want to discuss a bit of the rights of war, but we think we should talk about some of the units first because some of the rights of war do mention particular units. Um, I'll just briefly go through the the armory because that'll be nice and fast. Um, so anyone who's a character, with, uh, now all this is, of course, you have to be Legion of, uh, Legion of Stardust Dark Angel. So I'm going to keep mentioning that. Um, you're a character yeah. unit subtype. You can change a uh, power sword for Calbanite. Uh, Warblade for five points. It's a power sword at plus one strength. So normal AP3 melee rending six up. So it's a plus one strength power sword you can get. Um, any model nice. that has plasma guns or twin link plasma guns can take a plasma repeater for an additional five points or burner for plus 10. Um, if the unit has multiple, all of them have to be swapped out. So you can't uh, pick and choose. Um, repeaters are range 12. Um, Dark Angel Plasma's Strength 6 AP4, so it's one worse in strength. But, you know, it's so this gun that's 12-inch range is Assault 3, gets hot, Twin Length, Breaching 4-up. The Plasma Burner is a template at Assault 1, Breaching 4-up. So we get less strength, but we tend to either get more shots or templates. We get something as a trade-off. And the Twin Link actually does help a lot, by the yes. way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Three shots, Twin Link means you're not going to burn yourself out. Yeah. For replacing a plasma, which is usually already reasonably expensive, and now you're having to upgrade from there. So it's costly. So it's good that they gave you a little something for that. Um, if a model's an independent character, then they can swap out a power fist for a tyrannic greatsword. It's a plus two strength AP3. It's melee, two-handed. It's rending five up and murder strike five up. Um, our... Praetor, our Legion-specific Praetor, as well uh, in Cataphracty, as well as in normal armor, both have swords. So I, whenever I run them, I run them as if they have this weapon. 
because yeah, you know you need fives, but when you get five ups, you slaughter things like whatever that tentacle <laughs> robot monster was that I killed the other game when we played. <laughs> Scarlet Demure. That it. That's it. Yeah. It it's good. I will. I should point out by yeah. the way, we also figured out that um, Terminator Praetors do not mastercraft their weapons, which we did laugh at because yes. I was asking Dave, like, why do you not mastercraft the weapon? It's the easiest ten points ever to spend, and there's always ten points in the list, and it's a free reroll. Like, it's just great. Um, it's one reroll, but you know, if you're reeling ones and then and then maybe you're not on twos, you can pick up a two and then all the ones and reroll. It's it's just good. And we were looking for that option in the cataphract. What was it? it was cataphracti, right? Yeah, we were that's looking what we're for looking the at, yeah. and also the Tartarus one. No mastercraft. So we're like, wait, they get rid of this? And then we looked at normal Praetor on foot, and he can mastercraft his weapon. So we were just joking, uh, laughing at that when, one. When you get the and fancy it, armor, th- th- they've taken everything out of the uh, the storage locker that they're willing to give you. Yeah, exactly. Like, now you don't get that fancy weapon. Look at your armor. Get you out get of here. Go, kill, go kill some people. That was funny. That that did put a smile on my face. Um, the only other thing real fast is you can swap out some missiles for stasis missiles. It's uh, essentially concussive. That's the big thing with those. No, hold on. Wait, wait, What is concussive? Because this actually is massive, in my opinion. Right. It used to be, by the way, a lot more powerful, but this is still pretty damn good. You're like, man, it was so good. I mean, it used to be better before, but still. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. But this is still amazing. So what is concussive? Steve? Mr. Rulebook. Not under hammers anymore. Uh, concussive is when you hit someone, they take an initiative debuff, correct? No. They changed it? Yes, they I have, used any, I have not used a single Neither concussive have I. weapon yet. So, so instead of bearing so the lead, Dan, to look it up. what's concussive? Oh, God damn it! I have my rulebook in the damn oh, car. Oh, God. You're like, oh. oh well, this is why I was like, let me so was opening the index. You <laughs> should have your <laughs> stuff on you. Okay. Um, so well, I haven't left the house in like a week. So. If you suffer one or more wounds, regardless of whether they're saved or otherwise discounted, so if you roll a wound and hit, um, they need to take a leadership test at the end of the phase. Um, if the test is failed, the unit's weapon skill goes down by the value in brackets. Yep. So you lower their weapon skill by one if you hurt them and they fail their leadership. I mean, I'm nice. I'm not sold on that. It's nice if you have sword boys. You have some Deathwing to back it up. The problem is you already need to have a missile launcher unit. Yes. Yeah. And you have to swap out all so... of them. And they only ever take one test in a turn as yes. well. It's not like pinning where you could force them to try five times. Like They could take that one trip test and pass it. I'm like, oh, well, that was, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? Don't get me wrong. It's a cool ability to have. But I it would be better for those on grenade launchers. Those are actually, you know, available to more units. Like last edition no. can't be grenade you remember launchers. What, you remember Stasis Grenade Spam? That was cancer. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. Stop that. That was literal cancer. Oh, God. So minus one weapon skill, I, it'll help. But in most cases, I feel like you're either already winning or all you're doing is bringing it to equal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the Consolaris upgrade we should wait for one moment on because the bonus it gives, we need to talk about the Cenobium before we can talk about what this bonus is that happens. 
Um, Makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, I think for the Primarchs as well, just for also sake of brevity, I think for Primarchs, it's probably, I don't know, do we want to discuss Primarchs as we go along or do we want to do some sort of uh, nah. Primarch big, big Pri battle discussion when we get to that point? Save Primarchs. Yeah, agreed. No, okay, I'll put it this way. Primarchs are minimum 2,000 point games to field, if not more, based on their points. Yep. If someone's listening to, to this, they're probably starting out and getting their first few games in. So people go ham and start at 5,000 points, but they're also kind of insane. Love you, but what's wrong with you? Um, I think we should skip Primarchs. No, agreed. Um, the one thing I will say about him is he's one of the more killy of the Primarchs. His stats are, if you look at the averages, he tends to be the average or the one better. Not the top at necessarily some of the stats, but either sitting with them at the top or a little bit better than the, than the middle. So he's he's good in that sort of respect. It makes sense, though. I mean, their whole purpose is to go out yeah. and, and, and take care of problems. All right. All right um, so who wants to take Cenobium? Wait, what about Core Swain? He's after. He's not. Yeah. We have the Wait, actual books really? in front of us. Yeah, they're after. Yeah, elites uh, okay. come first. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I was at, so let's go to Cenobium. Yeah. I was looking at that. I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm looking at this in order. Um, Inner Circle Knights Cenobium. Um, they are Terminator plus ones in terms of points. Yep. Nice, hefty 275. But they also are Terminator plus one in terms of a lot of their stats. So the basic um, guy here, they're all in Cataphracty armor. They all have Tyrannic Great Swords, which means they are excellent character in Monster Hunters. Mm. They all have these things called Plasma Casters, which is a unique piece of war gear to them. Um, stat line, it looks like a standard Terminator stat line, except they're all Leadership 9, and they're all Weapon Skill 5, which yeah. is really nice. Weapon Skill 6 That's on the like, HQ. Yep, 6 on the Squad Leader. Although he's... Oh, yeah, sorry. Every model in this unit is a character as well yeah they are which means they are all able to take character upgrades if any of them were relevant um they don't have turn great source so i'm not sure there is much that they could take right yeah, say, what... no it's, it's it's you can um, pass around wounds easier with them oh and, and, and any God. of them can they, challenge this... yeah but chosen warriors does that without having wound abuse ew i hate this already um uh, for, yeah, for um, nearly 300 taxi, points for five guys. five boys yeah I guess I'm gonna laugh when you get hit with 80 chainsword saves and then you end up failing all. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, you still have to eat pools, so I'm not sure you really can't abuse except between separate attack pools. Yeah, even yeah. then, okay. I mean, it's um, not that many yeah. wounds you're going through, so it's yeah, it's not gonna take are... that long. It's useful, but not for long. Yeah, yeah. They are pricey at 50 points each for additional models, up to, you know, five more. Take a Vexilla, I would do it because it's 10 points and it keeps you running off the table from that one failed terminal leadership test. Don't ask, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone could trade in their sword for a Thunder Hammer, which I is not... Fantasy. Always take a standard bear. Always. Oh Just take God. a bear. Always. Just take Always. a standard bear. Yeah, stop. Um, and then the quote-unquote squad leader, that's just the one guy that's slightly special, um, can take a grenade harness, which you're going to want to do as well, because it's five points, and it means that when you charge into terrain, you're not going to be completely screwed over fighting industry step one. Unless you're taking thunder hammers on your squad, which you can. They, if you really need strength, you can. Right? 
Grenade happened? grenades, you now have to fire in the shooting phase for it to take effect? Is no, that what it no, no. So it's just, no. just assault grenades now. That's yeah, just okay. all it is. That's okay, all right, the grenades right. are in general. Yeah. yeah. But the big thing about them is that they are order exemplars. When you select them as part of your detachment, during army selection, you pick what order they're in. Essentially, these guys are, are trained on the inner secrets of the Legion. And they each, you know, each unit of these will have, like, a kind of specialty they have, even beyond the specialties of the hexagrammaton. Um, so they have one, two, three, four, five, six different options. They could be augers of weakness, in which case they get um, bonuses to strength against vehicles. They could be icons of resolve, where they get plus one leadership. Weapons of armor 11 or more, I should point out. That's everything, though. There's no armor 10 vehicles? Except the rear armor of a rhino. I noticed it's, oh. it's on the, yeah, the face of the target. So maybe there. But otherwise, it's essentially all vehicles. Yeah. Um, eh, most things, most vehicles that, uh, I don't have any type of vehicles. Um, icons of resolve. Plus one leadership on a turn that it charges or is charged. Um, well, let's, let's go through and then we'll see which we like. Leadership tends eh. Slayers of Kings. Like Reroll failed hit rolls of one when engaging combat with them, any model weapon skill five or higher in a challenge. Yep. Oh, sorry, or in a challenge with weapon, weapon skill five. So, I mean, when you fight someone's weapon skill five, you get reroll one. So it's that. That's fairly straightforward, I feel. Um, now, I will note that they do not have a specific um, wing. So you could stack this with the plus one, if I understand correctly. Yes. That, right? Yeah, they're not given a specific yeah. wing. So, yep. So Slayers of Kings, that, that one? That one's kind of tasty. Hunters of Beasts. They may reroll failed wound rolls of one when fighting something in toughness five. Um, or any failed wound roll of the toughness of six or higher. This is great for hunting dreadnoughts and monsters and land speeders because they have Anicum and custodies and yeah, a yep. bunch. Of... Yeah, basically, if you think you're gonna be dealing with something that is not a space marine or a guardsman, like yeah, you you might want these. Uh, it definitely has its use. Reapers of hosts, model gains plus one attack in any phase where it begins contact with more than one enemy model. This is good if you are fighting something that's more numerous than yourself. Not obviously. Um, plus one attack though with the great sword. That's nice. That's also, really nice. But I don't I might know point out what that's best against. It's it's not the unit. It's just if they're in base contact with more than one enemy model. So if you get a good charge roll and you position correctly, even if like let's say you take five terminators, right? You can still position five terminators. And and they charge another five terminators. You can still position it so that they're touching, unless they're spread out. Four more attacks, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you can get a couple so extras out. Yeah, yeah, it's still good. But they have to begin the fight sub phase and base contact more than one and fight. Oh, fight sub phase. Okay. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's not bad. Sub phase. Not bad. Yeah. Yep. And then last we have breakers of witches. Reroll to hit and to wound. In close combat, when attacking something that has demon or psyker or corrupted, this one's a little more situational than the others. I feel, but it's great if you have like a narrative event that's built around it. It's still or good. If you have that, like... Or if you have that one demons player that just, oh god, you're just done with this shit. <laughs> paints, paints models way too fast. And you're like, I'm gonna punish him for that. Yeah, who the fuck is that? Sounds like an ask. asshole. So, of the orders, augers of weakness. We'll get back to that one later. 
I don't think it's good on this unit, but I do think it has a use in the list. Wait. Eh. It becomes strength Actually, seven. Sure. It becomes strength seven, essentially. Yeah. So... I don't think it's good for this unit because looking forward at their plasma caster, it's only strength four. Yeah. Um, They're I not going against vehicles. More, That's not your goal with them. Yeah, I was going to say... more I, yeah. useful on the character that we skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pass on that. Uh, pass on icons. I like Slayer Kings. Wait, wait, wait. I like hundreds of wait, 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 wait. Leadership 10 Stubborn is not bad. Yeah, it's not bad, but it, Leadership 9 Stubborn is probably enough for the job. Yeah. Oh, listen, someone who's failed Leadership 9. You, listen, listen. You only need Leadership 10 on the turns you charge if you're charging something that is going to fuck you up. These guys. Stubborn also, remember, stubborn also ignores. If you win combat, you don't need Leadership 10. But remember, stubborn won. also ignores um, leadership yeah, if modifier. If you win combat, you don't need a leadership test, and this yeah. is only when you charge. Uh, true, true, or true. get charged. Okay, okay. And these guys have tyrannic greatswords and two all right, games. all right. Let's go five. They're better off with reapers or hosts because that increases their odds of winning in the first place. Yeah, it's between hunters and reapers for me. Or slayers because a lot of the elite units are weapon skill five like these guys want to go against you want to take these guys put them in a spartan and charge them towards the biggest elite unit you can fucking find because that's their job that elite unit i think again the only elite unit that i can think of that does not have weapons go five is the lernaeans um there, there's a few but they're not are, like things come to mind melee I, I, when i say when they, when they have like good melee weapons i think the lernaeans are the only weapons go four ones um so, like, in order, I'd probably go Reaper of Host is my first, Hunters is my second, and Slayers is my third. That's what I would say. I, I, I think I agree with that. Reapers is useful because I don't care what I'm fighting. I'll be able to get some bonus out of it. Whatever I charge, I can fin... Assuming I don't roll, like, the worst possible charge That's ever, I barely make it. If I get a reasonable charge, I'll get some sort of bonus. Hunters of Beasts is useful because if you're going against something high toughness, these guys can then be the one that help go against it. Uh, think about this: if these guys are going against, you know, contemptors or other dreadnoughts, they're actually not wounding that well against them. So getting this plus one, that's really going to help me out a lot. Slayer Kings useful in case you're hunting some of these higher weapon skill things, but your weapon skill is good, so it's not quite as as concerning. Um, the other ones. Are probably a little bit too too broken up. But... Also, I should point out, uh, Dave, because you mentioned on Dreadnought. Reapers, though it's not uh, useful on... against Dreadnoughts at all. You know, I was saying, but Slayers of Kings more than one. I should point out, yes, because they are Reapers five. five. So this Slayer That's of Kings, I would go Slayers Hunters Reapers or Slayers Reapers Hunters. Like Reapers and Hunters are on the same Ooh, level for me. This is a hard choice. Slayers is probably the default. Like okay, that's, hey, look, default that's good rule design. If we're having a hard time figuring out which one we like more. That's fucking good rule design, in my opinion. Among only half, but yeah. yes. Well, no, because I listen. I do like the leadership one. I do like the. I'm telling you, man. I failed but, so many leadership but nine we, we tests. Only it only matters when you charge. Yes, I know. My custodians have run away, not yeah. swept ever. Thank God. But, but my custodians have run away. You charge, man. It's not like or you get, get shot and go. Oh no. Well, yeah, but again, like. Oh no! I meant charged. 
if it I comes to that, you already lost. <laughs> well, true, but but the, I don't know. I'm still like remember it, it's it's it, there's a biasing though in your thought there. You're not remembering all the times you made leadership checks. You're true. remembering the true. few that you failed. The negative bias. I'm not saying a plus one's not good. It is, but when I look at the other options, the other options are really going to be making a difference. The the plus one leadership, since I'm already going to be on the nine no matter what anyway, is like maybe it makes a small difference in one game out of, you know, three dozen. Where the other ones could be sure. making much more realistic differences more often. Um, um the only thing like, against okay. hunters side that note. depends on the enemy being tough. Yeah. yeah. Side uh, note, hunters is amazing also too. I was going to say, Breaker of Witch is also pretty good because a lot more people are taking librarians now because of how psychic powers work. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, but it's still situational. Like, it will do very yeah, that one more surprising now. The one that we I'm all... Never gonna feel librarian. We can all agree that Orgas of Weakness just sucks. But I gotta say, like, three are really good. The other I, two are situational. And Augers just sucks. So, three I out of... I have a single use for Augers. And I what? really like it. I, I gotta hear this. So, backtracking, we skipped over the their special leadership in a console. Yeah. Paladin of the Hecatonistica. Um, he could take that one, but he doesn't have the same like you know. Oh yeah, you know, I have a sword that's gonna be strength seven after this mod and a strength five plasma flavor. He could have like a calming melta and get a strength nine melta shot off. But that's also only once per game. Also, you can okay. Hold on, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, you can replace the Tyrannic Greatsword for Thunder Hammers. So a Strength Nine Thunder Hammer. Huh? Uh, if I'm already <laughs> at Strength Eight, I'm uh, again. I don't see these guys as trying to run up against your yeah, exactly. big heavy I, I, vehicle. I, I, again, I don't think this is good for the unit. I think no. maybe that choice might work on the very particular console build. Yeah, um, just to briefly go with the the Consolaris, uh, it's the Paladin. Oh, 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 you fought the Plasma Caster. How dare you? Okay, it's a four four template that's <laughs> breaching six. There you it's go. A, wow, it's a, a flamer that's breaching on sixes. Yeah, it's fine. Ooh. Who's the next one we're going over? What? So, so I'll, I'll mention the Consolaris real fast because we did skip oh, over God. it because we said um. So it's the Paladin of the Hexaconistica. Uh, it's plus 30 points. Um, you have to be a Legion Centurion, Tartarus, or a Cataphragy Centurion. You can select this. Um, you get one of those orders that we just talked about. Your weapon skill goes to 6, leadership to 10. Um, you gain a Stubborn and Adamantium Will 3-up, which is the same thing that the Snobium have. And then you get a Tyrannic Greatsword as well. So essentially, you're similar to a a one-off of one of these guys, maybe in normal two-up armor, or to me, or maybe in a Terminator-style armor. All right. Uh, who's after this is the Inner Emptors. Uh, I'll take these, and then Dan, you can take the first. Uh, we can take one of the named guys because the uh, um, the companions will be cool fast. Yeah. Um, so Dreadwing, it's 125 points for five of these guys. Standard Marine stat line, except that they are two attacks base. Um, otherwise, I think they're about the same. I think much else changes. Uh, they're a plus one leadership as well. Plus one. Okay, because they're eight, nine. Normals are what, seven, eight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, seven, eight is normal. Okay. 
Um, they have plasma burners. So we'll go over that right now because that's the biggest thing about these guys. Um, oh, shit. They have rag grenades. Yes. They have rag grenades as well, which absolutely work when someone charges you. And then you use your plasma burner on them. And they have counterattack to order. Yep. Um, so a plasma burner. Um, they are template. We have plasma burners and incinerators. You can upgrade one in five guides to an incinerator for additional points. But the burners, both of these things, they're strength six, AP four, they're salt one, breaching four up. The plasma burner is that the incinerator, the one that costs you extra points, is torrent nine inches. So you can fire it off nine inches away from yourself. Um, they have that, you know, Bulb has like said they have rag grenades, which is their big thing. Because um, rad grenades lower the strength, uh, the toughness. Um, yes. You're yep. Right. They have stubborn counterattack one and bitter duty. Um, honestly, there are a lot of fun. Oh, and they're they're uh, perfectus, so their their sergeant can take phosphex bombs. He can no, take up the three of them if you want. You think three phosphex bombs? Dude, yep. Jesus fuck! Oh, well, I didn't that, see yeah, that. Yeah, these guys are the you know just around radiation and 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 plasma horrible things all the time they're uh they're their right of war that we'll get to essentially burns out the middle of the board and then you choose two zones that are dangerous and horrible because you're just irradiating and destroying the planet to be able to do what you need these guys are a lot of fun um i think they're reasonably hit and miss and I think part of the reason is they have a template weapon, which is nice, but if I'm outside of template range, or you're not charging me, or you're not close enough for, um, say, to reaction, shoot you, or anything like that, then they're just kind of Space Marines hanging out for more money. But they can be very good if you get them close, and they're they're just fun. And they're great-looking models. Um, if you have this army, I absolutely suggest getting some of these models they plasma look great. And the iconography on them is, is yeah. nice. The uh, fucking plasma burner, the tripled barrel plasma, is just so fucking sexy. Yeah. God damn. If God you don't damn. want to spend the money on these guys, because okay, they're forge world, they can be very expensive. Um, what some people do to be able to make their own, you take a, a normal guy with a plasma gun, you do a little bit of cutting. So essentially, on the bottom of the plasma gun, which you see some people do, is they'll put the flamer fuel tank. So, because that's essentially what this thing is. It's a plasma flamer for all intents and purposes. The actual gun itself, when you see them have it, looks a little bit different. But this way, it doesn't look like a basic plasma gun. They'll do that and attach it. So, that's sort of their counts as. Um, but no, um, they're, they're a lot I'll, of fun. I'll, I'll say from playing against this. So, you would, so I'll say, first of all. If you put them in a Rhino, or even if you put them in a Land Raider or a Spartan, they come out and they're in range, they're going to fucking hurt. Yes. Period. The, the, that they, whatever they touch, they're going to hurt. Oh, Especially yeah. with that Torrent 9, even that Torrent 9 inch, because remember, you can, you can, uh, the, the, the fun part is like, the, the, the sad part is the templates are affected by where the model is. Yes. But because it's Torrent 9 inches, as long as that, the skinny part of the template is closer to the person firing it, you can angle it however the fuck you want. So you can just cut across a squad or you could put it on like one guy and then hit another squad you know what i mean like so you can you can shenanigans that a little bit if you want which is great um and it's really funny because i thought it wouldn't be that effective against mechanicum right because it's such a low model count army but i think it took you what one and a half turns to kill my fourth alex not even yes 
Yeah, it was that. And then you had your... The only reason it took the extra half a turn was because I jumped away from you. Yes. When you tried to... when you Yeah. And it still took out like one Thalax from the amount of shots. Yeah, because the, the Thalax have jetpacks, which means that when they reaction, so when I try to get closer to be able to use my plasma burners, his reaction movement away gets initiative plus six inches. So he's actually able to effectively jump out of range. So it's just the... Uh, incinerator working but when you're what was it was oh, that I your vorax who shot me yeah, the, 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 and then i right, melted him no 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 he lasted less than a turn yes he came in from outflank you got you turned around with like <laughs> like five dudes and you just roasted him yeah i, forget. I had like um, four or five left i lost one guy and then the rest just melted that dude yeah no they're a really powerful squad in my opinion yeah um i didn't even know they had rad grenades yes because that's really good that's that's fantastic because yeah. funny enough like even if let's say no one charges you but like there's a assault happening near you and they got nothing else to shoot at charge them in they reduce the toughness by one to that whole you know unit that they charged yeah you know what i mean oh yeah and th th so this is um currently the first unit that we have that has a prescribed subtype so their subtype dreadwing it is in their unit type so it's there you do not get a choice with these guys no. one it makes sense these guys are exactly what dreadwing is and it helps make sure that you don't do anything too crazy what's bitter duty again uh Remind you me? can only be joined by models that have by that characters view. without it okay You'll yes now that said could you theoretically take a legion more attack which has bitter duty Yes. yes you with could. the fire wing and throw them in there, for example. Someone, yes, so, you could. So I was nice. reading someone on Facebook doing this, and he threw his Moritat in with, um, was it Disintegrators? Oh, I can't fucking uh, remember can, what the hell I think was. they uh, can take uh, Plasma Pistols, probably. I think it was Disintegrators, oh, and maybe. it was just like, don't charge this fucking unit ever. Because <laughs> then the Disintegrators go off, and he just goes pop, 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 pop. And the flamers go off D three each. It's just don't just shoot this unit at all times. Well, basically, and, and, was the and, thing. Yeah, and keep in mind that if you're charging them, they have rag grenades, and I have a strength six weapon that's essentially AP two on a four up. Most stuff is toughness yeah. four. You're not going to be any more. Yeah. So it's it's it going really to be a real bad day. It was such a nasty little combo, and I'm like, that's that's genius. Yeah. All right. Um. So now it goes into the HQs for for their companion detachment. Um, oh yeah, we should talk about because so really quick before you talk about the companion detachment, I do want to point out yeah. as Dave talks about the companion detachment, so we don't have to flip back and forth. Yeah, technically, um, in the so this kind of kills yeah. two birds with one stone. That's what I wanted to bring up. In yeah, the PDF, yeah, with the PDF that GW released on the, all the units that are all missing and shit. Um, Technically, I was comparing the two while you guys were talking a little bit. The Tartaros and the Cataphracty Deathwing Terminators are exactly the same as this unit. And I'm assuming that the reason they did this was because I guess it was just missing Cataphracty and like I, I don't know why are they did slower. Cataphractors are one move yeah, slower. Yeah, but when it says Deathwing Companion Detachment, um, I guess the the the, the 
It's the, the cataphract. It's basically the Deathwing Terminator cataphracty companions are the same exact thing as these rules wise and everything. The only difference is they're armed with Terminator armor. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. No, there, there is exactly one difference. Saves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Other than invul saves, the actually only difference stat wise is cataphracties are capped at move six. Yes. And Tartarus is the same, but it also has Tartarus a difference. Yeah, exactly. But I just wanted to say that that when we talk about like some of the, so we can just kind of skip those two. Yes. But that's that added. Yeah. Yes. Now it's is the war gear the same too? Well, obviously so the war gear. You know, like, no, no, like the cataphract. Oh, okay, I can okay, take okay. cataphract die shit, and the Tartaros can take Tartaros shit. Um, because I'm, it, I was looking yeah, at before. Because last edition they were wildly different. Yeah. No, no, they still have between Terminator and non-Terminator. Exactly. They still have the Deathwing retinue rule for both. Um, and they have their own armor rule, I should say. Like, you know, Deathwing Terminator, Tartarus Retinue, like this, they can join a HQ, blah, 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 right? They're a Retinue, yeah. they, count, they don't count as a, but yeah, so I just, they have their normal, like, you know, the Tartaros can take uh, the Magna Combi weapons, the Minor Combi weapons, the Thunder Hammer, Tyrannic Great Swords, uh, that's the leader, of course, sorry. And then, yeah, same thing with the arts, yeah. It's the same thing, just wanted to point that out, boom, sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. No, the, the ones in Terminator are essentially similar in stat wise they are allowed their terminator style options they're all deathwing so all of these guys are named as deathwing um a lot of people talked about using some of the older 40k boxes which box was it with all these guys in it i don't remember i wasn't playing 40k at the time the deathwing box yeah there's a deathwing box yeah. no i thought it was, wasn't it one of the it's big a, starter a, boxes it's a rebuild kit Oh, you mean the Dark Vengeance box? Dark Vengeance. I think that's what, yeah, because a lot of people have Dark Vengeance Terminators. Um, I remember that's what people were talking about they were using for this because that's exactly what they are. Actually, um, not bad idea. Death, I've used Deathwing Knights personally because they have more of the, the, the glam. True. I just think a lot of people have those boys sitting around is the thing. Or you be big balls and you mix and match them. So they all look different inside the same squad. That would look cool. Um, like they're all individuals. Yes. Anyway, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, so these guys have Deathwing Retinue. It works the same way as other Retinues. Um, they have the de the Deathsworn Companions rule. Um, the other ones have it, same sort of thing. So essentially you get to ignore precision strikes, precision shots, sniper, and you can always allocate the wounds the way you want. This is very common for, for Retinue type units. Um, the big difference is the companion detachment. So essentially, the guy's not in, in Terminator armor. The one thing that they get different, well, main thing, they have some little weapon options differences, but the main difference they get is the Scytheron Pattern Aegis. This is, how many? Oh, they can take jump packs if you want. I don't know any jump it replaces packs. a bolter. There it goes, uh... yeah. They change a bolter for 10 points for this thing. Um, so it can be used one of two ways. I'll just show this real fast. Um, it can give the bearer, so whoever has a 4-up invul save against shooting, 5-up invul melee, or you can deploy it. You put it down at the end of your movement phase. Um, talks about like the ways in which you can do it in terms of uh, vehicles, stuff like that. While deployed, the entire unit gains a 4-up invul save against shooting, 5-up invul save against melee, and any enemy models engaged with the model from the Deathwing Companions uh, sorry, detachment in the assault have their initiative reduced by minus 1. However, while deployed, the model equipped with the Scytherin Pattern Aegis may not make any attacks in any phase or as part of any reaction because they're working on this thing. 
The controller player may choose to end the deployment at the start of the, any of the following movement phases or if the number of those equipped models and units drop below two, um, the effect immediately ends. So essentially you put this down, you get some bonuses, you can keep it there or pick it back up. But if there's only one guy left, you no longer get the effect because he has to drop below two. So if he's the last dude standing, the effect is done. Minimum 20 points. Yes. You need a minute. Yeah. Well, no, not minimum 20 points. Well, because no. each one is 10, and if you need two, 20. Oh, That's yeah. Probably- oh, yes. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, I noticed the number of the ages equipped models in the unit drop below two. So, yeah, you, yes. have to, you have to change up two of them, which that means two of them aren't doing anything. That just doesn't sound... Uh, that's good if if our... it's not it's not appealing. It's no. Not. If you're if you have a lot of big shots coming in or something like that, or you're waiting to receive the charge with your independent character hanging out in there, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if, like you're if you're getting a charge from like a big twenty man unit blob, making them initiative three, and then having the rest of your dudes attack with their fucking Calibanite warblades, that's not bad. Because they're all initiative four, you know what I mean? So now the people coming in are initiative three. That's not bad. You would, you kill them before they can attack you. True. And, like, and you'll, you have your independent character in there as well, because that's the whole reason you're taking the exactly. retinue. It's, it's so bad. you have someone bad. who's good. I I can't think of anything that I can pair this with or do anything with, but it's I'm sure someone smarter than I can figure out, like, some really cool, like, patterns or some really cool like combo that can go with this now i don't think because i just reread the deathwing retinue obviously the retinue is deathwing no matter what version you take but the character that goes with them i don't think is death it doesn't have to be deathwing uh the oath bear you mean or the actual like independent character the independent character Mm, I don't think so. Huh? No, or at least one of the models. And... and my my favorite part of the podcast is when Dan reads too no, quickly. No, out he loud. doesn't have to be Deathwing, huh? He does not have to be Deathwing. No, he so no. that that at least that makes it interesting. I have a unit of these guys, so maybe I'll take them at some point. But like I said, if you have some like, I, so I know we were looking at like these guys with the Calibanite Warblades, um. But I kind of like them with Cataphracti because sticking your independent character with a bunch of Cataphracti that are two wounds and a four up and vulnerable save, that's not bad. I mean, I'm not going to like... You know what I mean? Oh, actually, here's the fun part. So I apologize. I made a slight mistake, Dave. Okay. Cause I, so again, I'm going to the PDF of, of all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I got it open the on my computer. Cataphracti, any model can exchange your Calibanite Warblade for a Tyrannic Greatsword. Yeah. So you can have an entire cataphracti squad for free. So you could have uh, 240 points, all with tyrannic great swords and combi bolters protecting your independent character. I mean, that's not bad. You, you don't keep them with Calvinite Warblades. You put them with tyrannic great swords or maybe power fists to be able to get the extra bump in strength or something like that. True, but because um, the Calvinite Warblade is absolutely worse than his Tyrannic Greatsword in every way. No, no, what I'm saying is, I thought it could only be like the leader can take the Tyrannic, yeah. is what I thought. Um, no, no, all of them can take Tyrannic, so that's not bad. Yes, for 240 points, five dudes at weapon skill five, two or three attacks, leadership eight, nine, two up, four up, 
with tyrannic great swords that's not bad at that level they're essentially synobium without the extra but they protect without the, the extra. guy synobium yeah the yeah. discount synobium but but they're in my opinion not better than synobium but they no. fulfill a different role because you can't snipe someone out true they're not bad your independent character now ignores precision strikes precision shots and sniper rules which is a really important thing because a lot of people are taking sniper to do that you know what's interesting? Yeah, like I, I don't have the models in front of me because I haven't built them yet. They're I think in the I think in the bathroom because I still have to give them their Watch their them. bath. Yeah, they're waiting for that. But I think the models, yeah, they all come with shields. No, some of them come with shields. You got what? Two guys with shields. Right. Two dudes with shields. One guy's got double. Hand. They they gave them a variety of weapons and all, which is cool. One guy definitely has uh, a tyrannic great sword because he's got a two handed blade. But two of them have shields. Do they take shields? Is a tyrannic great sword two handed? Tyrannic great sword is two handed. Um, I don't see any shield options. Nope, neither do I. But two of these boys got shields. Like, like, are we talking like actual? Not shields? the terminators. No, not the terminator. No, no, he's, right? talking about, the, he's talking about the, the regular uh, regular boys. Yeah, the regular. Yeah, two, two of them got shields. Uh, One guy's got what looks like I would say is a plasma pistol. You know what I, yeah, I hear? I hear that those. I, I hear bits. That's what I hear. No, I'm just, I'm going to assemble them that way because they look cool. Because I, I don't know if I have spare arms. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm I'm fine assembling that way and just saying like the shields are just because they're cool. Um, I'm not huge That's on shields though. in this edition anyway. But yeah, look at them. Yeah, two of them have shields and there's no shield option. All right. I mean, before we go to HQ, I just want to check something. This already real is quick. HQ. But go ahead. No, no, like specialized HQ because that's the last one, right before the specials. Yes. Oh, the rest is all named characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just want to see if. Uh, no, no. So I'm gonna go to the PDF because there's some unnamed ones that we could still do. Yeah, I think we should talk um, about them pretty fast. Yeah. So to go to the PDF, there's three unnamed ones or three. Oh, jeez, there's so much. Yeah, three. Yeah, so there's, there's not three PDF. There are two PDFs. Uh, yeah, so I'm talking about the PDF of all the shit that they added that didn't exist. So there's okay. the Firewing. So the missing units one. Yeah, not missing the... units. There's okay. the Firewing. Not the Renown. There's the Ascendio. Um, and then technically the third unit that I was talking about is the Inner Circle mm-hmm. Order of the Broken Claws Dark Angel Knights. Fuck yeah. That name really, though. Come on. So, um, so page oh. 52 of that document. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, page, page 52. Catch up with us. Yeah, sorry. So we already covered Deathwing, which is the four previous pages 48 through 51. Yeah. So, starting at page 52, Firewing and Enigmatis yeah. Cabal. So, Firewing and Enigmatis Cabal. Oh my god, Cabal. Um, it's three of them in a unit. They're armed with power armor, a Kalanite charge blade, a needle pistol, shroud bombs, which, oh my god, shroud bombs are so fucking good. God damn. Yeah, I was so slight, slight slight side note. Shroud bombs make you minus six uh, inches in terms of shooting at that unit. It's so fucking good. It's so damn good. Now, mind you, with Alpha Legion, that becomes minus eight. Um, but even minus six is so good when you're like being shot at by like rapid fire or something stupid. It's just anyway. Sorry. And they come with a Warhawk jump pack. Um, they also have outflank marked for death, an exhaust projector. We'll go over all that. They can also be armed with a missile launcher. Interesting. With a Spencer web so they could fire it and move. All right. 
So the Calibanite charge blade that they're armed with, and how many attacks do they have? Three each. Yeah. All right, not bad. So the Cal- uh, Calibanite charge blade, it is a power weapon. Uh, it's essentially melee, strength plus one, AP three. Melee, rending six plus blade charge. So once per battle, the unit uh, that is included with this, uh, these blades uh, may do this in the start of the assault phase. For the duration of that phase, so the assault phase, the attacks made by all units, uh, all the people, oh my god, made by all models in the unit with the weapon, with the blade charge special rule, gain the rending three up special rule in addition to any other effects the weapons may have. This does not replace or improve any versions of rending that possessed by the unit. Okay. So it's not bad. So they become, for once assault phase, they become rending three. Okay. Yeah. When you charge them in um, with the plus one attack, because there's only three guys for 150 points, and you cannot take more. So, hmm. you know. There's, not, there's a few things in their special yeah. rules I think are worth touching they on. Yeah, outflank. Yes. This is so, what's making. I'll go back to their special rules. Oh, we'll the tactics. They have chosen um, warriors so they could all accept and issue challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have marked for death. Which, which is the same rule as Seeker squads have, which is you at the start of the game, you pick one unit, and all marked for death units get plus one to wound that unit. Yeah. Um, this is a jetpack assassin squad. Yeah, it's yeah. essentially what it is. Needle pistols, 12 inches, strength two, but it's poison three up, pistol two, and pinning. So you can pin someone, which I think... Um, and uh, any turn which the model enters the battlefield and reserves, it gains shrouded four plus for the remainder of the turn. And like I said, they have outflank natively, so they can do outflank assault if they wanted to. Um, I finally found a use for Ravenwing. You take a character, you attach them to this unit. Yeah. Character Ravenwing. And now you could re-roll Shrouded 4-up on the turn they arrive. Yeah. You'd have to take the character with it because these guys are fire. It's an extra, like, almost 100 points. It's it's still not good. It's a very good assassination squad. Like oh, no, you throw good. this, I was like, Ravenwing's not good. You throw this into like a, a like an outflank assault, and then you make put this in the back line of an enemy person for 150 points. You got yourself a pretty damn good assassination squad. To give you an idea, I wouldn't even put them in outflank assault. I would put them in deep strike assault with other deep striking units. You could do that. Um, it depends on yeah, depends on what you want. But yes, I like them. 100 points isn't that bad. Um. For what they do. And rending three up is... I mean, even if you... Okay, so hold on. What do they got? Two attacks each? Three. three. So they charge. That's four, eight, twelve attacks. So even, funny enough, even charging like a Mechanicum squad... Another one. It's five each. Yeah. They have a charge blade because and a pistol. they get paired weapons. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, weapons. So 15 attacks. That'll wipe out a, a, a three-man unit of Mechanicum. But what? An army that you will probably never face. But still, this is just—I'm thinking like the toughest thing. No, you, you're thinking in terms of what win. you know best. Their initiative five—they'll do very well win. against Space Marines because they're going to swing first, or oh, they'll the swing I-5? at the same time oh, as your good I-5. unit. Yeah, the I five. It's a squad of flying Calibanite Warblades that once per game could become rending three up. Fun fact: the missile launcher also doesn't replace anything. So one guy just has a missile launcher for 25 points. So for 175, you could possibly stasis shell one of them too. That's not bad. I like these guys a lot. I actually do like them. They only have a three up save and no invul though. 
Yeah, so but have, they're they, a suicide it, squad. It's a missile. Yeah, it is a yeah, missile. A miss. Don't give it. Don't you save the twenty-five them. points. You, you save deep strike points. assault with the, a random assault squad. You chain it to where you want it to go, and then you drop these guys at the end of the chain to do their business at point blank range. Shit, fifteen rending three plus attacks is gonna hurt anything. But they will also die if they fail six three ups. Yeah, Hitting yeah. on threes. Although, and... although they do have a four up shroud, which is damage negation. What is uh, show up. What's their, Do they have? Oh, they do. They have firewing. Obviously, what is firewing again? Oh, hold on. Plus firewing is the plus one if there's oh, an plus one to character. wound. Independent character specifically. So I mean, you this toss well, a unit with an independent character. Yeah. So I mean, you toss them against a unit with an independent character. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, their pistols are not use that useful though because it's no AP and no rending. It used to be rending, I think. Yeah, but it's still poison three up and pinning. So if someone does die, if they happen to roll, yeah, yeah. A, a one because usually you're gonna yeah, shoot this They will pin from the deep strike before they will pin from the needle pistol. Yeah, I like the squad though. 150 points is not bad. Um, it's not you want me to talk about automata as well. Sure, yeah. you know robots. Yeah. Yeah, I know robots. All right, so 350 points. What the fuck? And it's funny fact because I, special rules like Cyber Thurgist, what is that? I, I, we know we talked about this in our last podcast. Two so podcasts this ago. is an Extendio Battle Automata. It is a Shackled Artificia. It is a Cyber Thurgist. So for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, a Cyber two Thurgist. Ago. Oh, two, two podcasts ago. Yep. This is a cyber thurge to someone who can activate um, cyber thurgic powers. It should probably tell you which ones it could take, but we'll see that later. Uh, it's armed with two power claws, which are included in the attack. So it's five attacks. Ooh, Jesus. Two manipulator arms, two combi bolters, and an internal refractor field. It's got vengeful rage. It will not die four up. <laughs> That's great. And a cybernetica exterminator. Um, it's also not unique, which isn't just interesting you could take multiple of these yeah um you could arm these guys with a phosphix canister launcher a nerve induction shredder a bunch of weapons we'll talk about later um but you could exchange oh this is cool so you could exchange the combi bolters which are, are inside the fist most likely um for irad cleansers um for plasma repeaters you could also take two hunter killer missiles that's great um okay so let's talk about the special rules and because it's got a lot it's got two pages of rules so First of all, the relic weapons that I was talking about before. It, it, you have to exchange a power claw and a manipulator arm for this. You lose an attack as well. But So, the anthrax pad... No, sorry. <laughs> the athanax... Well, no, that, that's what it is. The, yeah, it's, it's it absolutely anthrax. Yeah, it's just said differently. The athanax pattern, Osfex canister launcher. 18 inches, strength 5, AP2... An AP2 blast! Whoa! AP2, heavy one, blast three inches, barrage, barrage. Poison, yeah, poison three up, crawling fire, lingering death. Okay, okay. Uh, a terhenius pattern nerve induction shredder, 24 inches, strength one. Oh my god. AP4, heavy eight, poison four up, breaching four up, pit. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> If it hurts you, it hurts you. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> a Megaron pattern um, adamantic pulse cannon, 24 inches, strength 8, AP 2, heavy 2, lance, and shock pulse. Um, 
a Cytherin pattern graviton flux projector template. Its strength is nothing because it probably has graviton collapse. It does. AP4. It's heavy one. Graviton collapse. Torsion crusher ignores cover concussive one. Okay. So that's before we even get to the rest of the shit. Let's just talk about the weapons before we even get to the rest of them. These weapons are these are upgrades that replace the melee options. Yep. Yes, one of the melee weapons. So just 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 um just to make sure it's clear, it's looks like skill five, so it's hitting on twos with these things. So that nerve induction shredder, oh, that's how you pin a unit. Because that eight shots is probably going to be what six seven hits. Um, seven hits becomes like uh, three, three dead. Yeah. That, that, that'll force a pin check, all right. Or just fucking. How about the, the strength five AP two three inch blast? If someone doesn't space out, just poop that. Oh, I love that too. Far. I love that one too. It's barrage mm. too, which is just funny on each hey, Strength eight AP two lance shock pulse. So literally anything with a not a flare shield gets glanced on a four, penned on a five six, and if you pet it on a. Oh, wait, but it doesn't have a... Uh, it's be a 6 by default. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the... Never mind, then. Um, it's not bad. It'll nuke a Terminator, but that... Here, here's just here's the fun part. Even the fucking Graviton Collapse Torsion Crusher one is really good for a template weapon. I'm not they're all really good. I much prefer... Of these, I think I like the Nerve Induction Shredder best. Honestly, I would be tempted to throw one of these with two and just see what it does. I think it works well. I think the pinning works well with the rest of your army. But honestly, yeah. a barrage strength five AP two blast three inch with crawling fire and lingering death. That's also pretty damn fucking powerful. Oh yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this robot is, by the way. That, so not, I it is so, dark a dark age automata. It has know, no like, is it, visual. Does it look like a Thanatar? Does it look like a Castellax? It's going to be roughly contemptor size. Because it's toughness seven wounds. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out like, what the fuck this thing is. All right. What about you, Dave? Which you know, weapon do you like? Maybe an 80 uh, base. Uh, the weapons are good. I do like the power claw with the manipulator arm because essentially he starts with two claws, starts with two oh, yeah, manipulator arms. Yeah, his power claw Yeah, his power claw is 9 2, uh, melee brutal 2, which is good. And for the manipulator arms, for every manipulator arm he has, so essentially having the claw gives him manipulator arm, um, he can make one extra attack. It's at plus one strength, so strength eight, AP two, and it's a melee lance. So he actually he has a good chance at going through vehicles and all. Um, if I was doing this guy, I think I'd take him with one of those because I've seen what happens. When I look at the other weapons, they're 24 inch. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're 24 inch or 18 or template, which means this guy's going to get reasonably close. And if you don't have some sort of fist and you get charged, you're stuck. You're not really going to do much of anything. So I, I like him probably with the Phosphix launcher because I'm, I'm just liking the idea of nuking the middle of the board because it's you know the only way to to be to be sure um, with. A power claw to handle anything else that gets closer to you, because I'm going to be within 18 inches. And they're strength so. eight too, like strength eight and strength nine, so that will instant death someone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, the power it, claw it is it's a slightly less punchy dreadnought, this because it's brutal two instead of brutal three. Yes. It's got five attacks. Like fuck. 
Well, he'll, he'll be four yeah, attacks so four. if you're if you replace one plus the manipulator. Yeah, which is still good. Still so fine. at the end of the day, it's still going to be five attacks at either eight or nine strength. Yeah, AP two melee might not be brutal two on all of them, but so at this point, I don't know if it's worth three fifty, but there's there is more. Well, it gets better. Hold on, I'll tell you why it's worth three fifty in a second. So give me a second here. So. The internal refractor field is a five up in vulnerable save. In addition, when the model loses its last wound, every model within D6 plus four suffer a strength eight D uh, hit. So a, a bigger explosion. Oh, oh, by the way, Steve, anything with an automatic deflector automatically blows up, correct? There's no yeah. roll for it. So Dave, remember when my robots were all dying? Yeah. They all have automatic deflectors. Oh, okay. All right, we know for the future then. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I did not so know that not line. To bunch up my units. No, that's really... I was like, oh, shit. Um, all right. Here's are the six, strength six explosions? No, automatic still strength eight. No, the contemptor one's eight. The box not one is six. Oh, it's, yeah, it's oh just, okay. So yours might be sixes. No, the automatic... Uh, well, well, we it don't says know automatic... Ref- yeah, we don't know yet, but it says automatic, which is the same as... um. It has the yeah, same. But, I mean, it's still it's the, uh, called automatic. It's the deflector versus the. Oh, uh, well, on the playtest rules, it's yeah. strength eight. So, okay. um, this is probably why it's worth three fifty, and also all the special rules we'll talk about. It 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 is a cybernetic cyberthurgist, meaning it can take the cybertheric arcane. Uh, uh, no, oh my god, it can take the artificia mechanic. Oh my god, sorry. It can take the artificia. It does magic, it, but specifically, it takes Artificia Mechanica Cyberthurgic Arcana. So, for those who did not listen to our podcast, what two podcasts ago? Two podcasts ago, yes. To read you what that is, because I had it pulled up automatically. Basically, Steve, um, it works like psychic powers. You get one auto power, or you can test for a boosted version of that power, and then you also have a weapon that you have to test for to shoot. Okay. So first of all, it's psychic power. I'm just going to call it the fucking... It's cyberthergic power. Is It can basically make a battlesmith roll on itself. So it heals a wound. On a three-up, right. essentially. Right? If you test, it heals two wounds. On a three-up. Okay? So not bad. If you roll two threes and you heal two wounds, right? That's not bad. Coupled with, what, a four-up, it will not die. This thing's yeah. going to be very hard to take down. Right? I- well, I thought this has just the Exindor weapon and nothing else. What happened? It just has the weapon. Mm-hmm. Right? Does this not just have only that weapon it lists? Weird. Yeah. Okay, so it has the Adamatis Exindor cybersurgic weapon from the Artificial Mechanic Cybersurgic Arcana found on page 94, uh, but may not select any other Cybersurgic Arcana. So I guess it can't do the right? No, it sounds like it just, has, just the weapon. has the weapon. Okay, so yeah. then the weapon is... And if you if range you 12th, it's a scrap. Basically, it's spitting out scrap code itself. Oh, that's right. So yeah, assault yeah. D six haywire um, data gen, which means it can only work against vehicles. So it's an assault D six haywire weapon at twelve inches. That's not bad. Not bad. It has vengeful rage. So during the um, let me see here. At the end of the turn, all that text is relevant. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. summarize. Um, so basically, if it suffers one or more unsaved wounds, it takes a leadership test. If it what's its leadership? Ten? Nine. Nine, okay. So not bad. Um, not bad. Uh, if the test is failed, it enters Vengeful Rage, which, funny enough, I think is basically protocols. Let me just yes. check. During the movement... Okay, that's the only difference. Yeah. Well, but it so moves it to f- friendly enters, count. 
for certain friend things. Friend or foe. For certain it things. It will smash whoever's closest to it. Yeah, during the movement phase, it must move towards the nearest friendly or enemy unit. If no one is visible or someone equidistant, you can choose. During the shooting phase, it must shoot whoever is closer, friendly or enemy. And during the assault phase, it um, also assaults the closest. And you can treat it when it's going through rage. You, uh, the same side can treat it as enemy. Yeah, exactly. So you can actually, if it's got like one wound left and it's going to hurt you, you can finish it off if you need to. Yeah, finish it off. Um, shackled Artificia. Short version, enough, it's a dreadnought. It's same. Yep. It's a dreadnought. It's, it's, it's a dreadnought, almost yeah. exactly a dreadnought, but it's not a dreadnought. It's none of your dreadnought rules work against it. I mean, and do you have rage two and of your automata rules work against? Yeah, I was gonna say, does it? Ha- does a dreadnought have fearless no. rage two and and hatred everything? It has oh, not all of it, but most of it. So as a baseline, it's a dreadnought. Okay, it has but, all the dreadnought I mean, stuff plus rage has, and hatred. Let him say the yeah, plus part. Rage Calm down. Saying nasty. the plus. Plus rage. So when it charges, it gets two additional attacks. So long as the charge is not disordered. Yeah. And so now you do everything on the first round of combat. That's still reroll hits first round of combat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hatred okay. everything is you hate you reroll everything in the first round of combat. Yep. All you your hits. fire all your weapons, that's the standard dreadnought one. Fire heavy ordnance. Also, wait, hatred also works on shooting, by the way. I should put out hatred also works on everything. Yes, it does. So technically you reroll your hits on um well, that's preferred enemy. Never mind. What am I talking about? Yeah, Ignore I was gonna say like that that does not sound right. Yeah, wait, hold on. I'm thinking preferred um, enemy. Yeah. And the, then you the, have the rest of it is just standard dreadnought stuff. Any Legion Tech Marine um, or Legion It's never turn. scoring, but it is denial. Yeah. And then yeah. last, um, it has a rule that unlocks war gear for other models in your list. Yeah. So if you you can take any Legion Tech Marine or Legion Saturion with a Legion Forge Lord console upgrade. Uh, may uh, be selected as part of the same detachment as the Automata. May take a kill switch for five plus points. A model equipped with a kill switch may inflict D6 wounds on a friendly model with the shackle artificial special rule. As long as they're within 12 inches, no save of any kind can be taken against these wounds. It counts as a shooting attack. Um, uh, if the use of this kill switch uh, kills... Okay, so you get no kill points if I do this. All right, that's fucking hilarious. If it's yeah. on its last wound and it's going to kill me, kill it. Yep. <laughs> or... If I say correctly, because it counts as a shooting attack, you could use this as a reaction. As well. No, it's during your so turn. So if your own robot, if it's during your own turn, oh, is it? I just scrolled Pat away from it. Now I gotta go back. Why do you gotta ask? Come on, this counts like as Damn, read to yourself. Mark up the kill switch. Read to yourself. <laughs> yeah, no. So it doesn't say in your turn. So yes, you so could like, technically oh, react with it when he comes at me, you. It's gonna eat me. Robot, go bye bye. Listen, for tree fifty points, right? For tree fifty. I still like this thing. Like it's, oh, it it's does hilarious. what it does. I love it. And also, I think the most important, the most important thing about this unit is you could absolutely throw it in a dreadnought drop pod or a Crimson Assault claw. Also, did you not it notice that it's weapon skill six? No, we saw. Oh no, I saw that. Yeah, we saw what that. The fuck? I thought it was weapon skill. What the fuck? Dan, Dan, you come from Mechanicus land. Your shit's just servitors and bigger bodies. What the shit, you man? Can I fucking take this? AI. The fuck is this shit? Can I have this? Can this I have is this heresy to the max. Oh my god, I want this in my list. All of a sudden, Please Dan, give. You have a tiny dark angels um out attachment in every list he runs. Yeah. Every last one of them. I will ally in dark angels just to fucking take this asshole. 
No, I like no, but in all seriousness, for Tree Fitty, I like him. He's he's expensive, but there is a reason he's expensive. Yeah. He's you know probably I mean? honestly worth like two seventy five to three hundred and has his tax thrown on top. Yeah, well the tax is the ability to do haywire. Oh. And like and the yeah, fact maybe. maybe. I, I wouldn't even give him a gun. Mostly a dreadnought. Fuck it, don't even give him a gun at this point, dude. Don't give him a gun. Get, make him charge and do seven fucking attacks plus two. Seven attacks with his claws and then two more attacks with his little manipulator arms. Who gives a shit? You know what I picture when I think of this thing? I think of the Kaban machine from the Mechanicum book. Remember yeah. the one with the treaded things out in the three heads, tentacles mm-hmm. everywhere? Yep. That'd be a great way to model this, but it's open. I wonder if someone has. Hold on. So, I'm sure someone has. Who wants but... to be the first special character while I Google this? I've also seen people convert this out of a Domitar with Killican arms. I think. That's great. Oh, this is cool. Nope, I'm doing this. Hold on. How do I save? Save copy link address. Copy link address. Put this right here. I want it. I want it. That's what I'm doing. Look at that. No one else sees this, though. This is cool. So it's someone took. I just want to show you guys. Someone took a armature top. Yes. A. Ah, uh, what the hell are those called? A on a onager yeah, bottom, dune onager bottom, and then gave it like, well, then used whatever arms it wanted. Honestly, at that point, <gasps> that looks cool. That would I would want it like that. That that that's that would be an expensive way to put a, to put together your own model. Three D printing. That's a three hundred fifty <laughs> point model. I mean, you could you could just you could spare a little bit for that. Yeah, maybe you. Again, I wouldn't even give him guns. Fucking run him double melee. You just toss him forward and see what happens. Fucking, it, it's nine attack. Seven with or the claws. Wait, 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 how are you getting nine? Uh, five. Yeah. Five charging Six. with rage gives you two for seven. Seven. Oh Charged yeah, because sorry, he's got rage uh, two. Seven, no, that's fine. So so he's got rage seven. two. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm so fine. seven with the claws and two with the minute. I forgot he had rage too. No, rage is like additional additional, isn't it? No. So, so it might be ten. Give me two no. seconds of actually in special rules section. Yeah. Flip yeah. Three go, pages go, and find yeah, out. Go take a look. Let's get this no, right. He's gonna. Rage, then what's the squad gonna do back? Number of attacks equal to the value of x rather than plus one. Okay. Instead of plus one, it's x. It's never right. It's yeah. nine. Yeah, so yeah, seven attacks, and then he's got yeah, the two. Nine attacks in total. He's gonna like, yeah, that, that's fucking gonna hurt. Yeah, no, I like this guy a lot. And seven of those have brutal too, which brute force for brute forces its way through a lot of stuff. Before we get to the special characters, do you want to talk about the broken claws? I'm not even gonna say their whole fucking name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dan, Dan, give some some respect. They are the Dark Angels Inner Circle Knights Synovium Order of the Broken Claws. And they are also 275 points, just like the Dark Angels Inner Knights Synovium of other orders. It's also the same damn model. Yeah, it's the same thing. Literally zero What do they get different? And I like the order and a different sword. Well, they could take a different sword if they want. It's an upgrade. Yeah. So basically, for those who don't know, we just talked about the Synobium. The big difference is that they're the Order of the Broken Claws. All this means is that when um, uh, when you're wounding either a... It's a whole list here. 
when you're wounding a dreadnought unit type, a corrupted unit type, a monster unit subtype, and or a shackled artificial unit type, uh, in close combat, you get one lower result to wound to a minimum of two plus. Which is weirdly not automata. No. So lore-wise, these guys fought the Rangdan. Yeah. Of the Rangdan genocides. I mean, the cool thing is we were talking about how bad, you know, you wouldn't want to toss your Cenobiums at Dreadnoughts, but you would toss these guys at them. Because now they're oh, wounding them on fucking, hold on, gotta do math here, on, on, on fours, yeah. Like four base plus three for their special swords, if you give them the special sword. Oh yeah, plus yeah. if you give them the specialist sword. Yeah, they, I, on threes. So they'd be wounding them on threes. And five ups become AP two. And they're brutal too. So anything that goes through is already two Honestly, though, I've tempted to say that the 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 one that does um reroll against high toughness is better because you could fish for the AP twos. Mm. Okay, yeah. I still like them. Listen, which also which also <laughs> gives you a side order of um infant death. If I remember correctly. Um, hey, they're not a unit type. Five ups. So... They're also not a unit type, so you could technically give them anyway. Yeah, you give them anyway. All right, so yeah. There's very I, I few think units. The generic ones are better with um, Hunters of Beasts. Yeah. Or basically the same thing. Because it just lets you fish for those fives, which is better than threes that they're going to save against on twos. Well, obviously, if you're meta chasing, you're going to choose these guys because everyone's going to run. Um, oh, fuck, what's that right, stupid right called? Uh, well, what I'm saying is, is the, the generic right. ones better at it. <laughs> Like, I, the, I could be wrong, but I think the numbers work out that the generic one is better. Who the, is the first special I character? Enjoy that. So, uh, calm down, Dan. Take your time. <laughs> um, so, the, the, the reason why these guys could potentially be better if you're worried about a bunch of dreadnoughts and all is because their weapon at plus two points each gets you an extra strength and you have this extra to wound. So, I can see it, although the Hecatonisticas give you options, which is nice. But these guys also, they can do uh, Thunder Hammers for free. So I think if you take these guys, this is where you do take a Thunder Hammer or two, and then you take a couple of their great swords. Maybe keep one Tyrannic great sword for the instant death part. Um, I don't know. These guys are cool. I'm probably just going to stick the with the other ones for the moment. The thing they have that special is the Paragon Blade on the unit leader. Yeah. Which is just a worse... I mean, it's just an AP2 thing instead. Yeah. Not for 25 extra points. Don't do it. It's too expensive. I think I would rather have Murderous Strike. Yeah, hold on. Yep. Two for going against Dreadnoughts. True. Because it's only AP3. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is more reliable because Murderous Strike and Dreadnought is like D3 wounds. And this is brutal yeah. too. So this is just technically a little bit more reliable. Don't make me get a calculator, Dan. No, no, it is. We yeah, no, no, this is so, so, no, no. So you could trust me on this because I played Custodes, and I was super fucking happy when they changed from D3 damage to 2 damage. Um, yes. Yeah. But it's more <laughs> wounds me on this. <laughs> you could trust me. <clears throat> Sorry, we're not about 40k Custodes. Um, but yeah, no, Brutal 2 is more... Um, oh, no, man, it I absolutely is more reliable. These yeah, guys... More reliable... Without a doubt, these guys are better if you're going against, if you're worried about, say, a Dreadnought, say, Contemptor, because you have the better strength 
you can get yourself uh, an extra to wound and you have you know so you know for a fact you have solid damage instead of potentially d3 yeah you could swing very heavy the other way but you know a little bit better if you swap out those weapons but if you if you do want some of that you can keep trying to great swords but that minus on the strength you know really hurts going but from it, but it's better but it's better because yes. if you have the hunters of beasts Mm -hmm. Dreadnoughts are toughness six or higher. So you yeah. reroll all failed wounds against them, which means you have a 55% chance of being AP2 murderous strike. Which pushes the pushes dreadnought from having a two-up save to a five-up save. But then the damage is only D3. D3 versus brutal two. Which is more reliable. Brutal two, it's not more reliable when you're saving on a two. Well, you're only saving on a two if. Oh, I mean, if, I can understand. If a, if, a, if a three or four wounds, which is going to be half of your wounds. Oh, we're gonna have to, I don't want to do the calculations. <laughs> oh, we're not going to sit here and do it now. I'll do it later. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to sit here and, and, so and calculate it all. I don't kind of want to do it just to be I, like. I, I will send you the math afterwards. And oh, once I didn't like. We will cut right. in. Yeah. Absolutely. Dave, Dave I'm not, cut, I'm not cutting anything in. Listen, okay, so I will start cutting it in stops. when other people right, start doing the right. editing. So you have 15 attacks, right? You have 15. Oh, sorry, not 15. Okay. You got uh, eight, uh, nine to oh, 11. Wayne. I think Dan said he wanted to do Course Wayne while I do Excel. Yeah. yeah do the math. Real quick. You do the math. I do Course Wayne. How about that? Go for it. This sounds like a fair deal to me. You do the math. He's doing right, it. Just so, go ahead. I'm so mad because I was like, I feel like, okay. Course Wayne, 200 points. Um, Corsoman is a special character. He's also the, I think, Dave can correct me on this. I don't think he has a model. I want to say he's one of the few ones that don't have a model not, yet. Not a current one, no. I don't know if you have one for Okay, it. that's our the, uh, the, the other special character in the book has a model coming out. But this one I don't think okay. does. People were surprised they kept him. Okay. So Corsoman is 200 points. Normal kind of big boy stats. What it's called, seven. Well, that's a little higher for a special character, actually, believe it or not. Most yes. characters, special characters are six, but uh, let's just go five, four wounds, um, initiative five, attacks four. So everything else is pretty across the board. The weapon skill seven is a little higher than most. Uh, if he is war, uh, I'll talk about his war gear in a second, his special rules in a second. Uh, he has precision strikes. That's kind of, yeah. So. Um, so if he's chosen as warlord, he automatically has marshal of the crown, which I believe was the, if you see him, it's plus one leadership and an extra. Um, if it, he's Deathwing, was that was that he's shooting phase? Or... Uh, no, Deathwing is Deathwing should be assault. I'll check. Assault. But I, okay. I would be surprised okay. if it wasn't assault phase. Page one fifty two. Yeah, assault phase. Let me. Assault Deathwing phase. Right. is your heavy guys for assaulting. So right, yeah. Fine. Um. So yeah. So he already comes pre-built with a uh, warlord trait. That's already part of the Deathwing. Um. So his melee weapon is called <laughs> the blade. Great. Um, um, the blade gains the plus one to hit bonus. Oh, it actually indicates that this does get the plus one to hit bonus provided by the Deathwing unit subtype, so he does get plus one to hit. Oh, shit, so he's mostly hitting on twos. Yeah, the blade is a sword, is what they're essentially yeah, so saying mostly there. On, I, don't, I can't think, yeah, weapon skill seven is fucking high, so most of the shit he's hitting is going to be hitting on twos mm. or definitely threes. I don't think he's any hitting anything on fours ever. Maybe like a so, Primark? If, if something was giving him a minus. Or a but. minus, yeah, true. But yeah, no, this 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 dude's hit. Uh, it's strength plus two, so it's strength six. AP one, 
So whatever it's touching, it's hurting. Um, melee, two-handed, mastercrafted, oh, thank God, duelist edge two, murder strike four up. Oh, that's really good. So duelist edge two, by the way, I believe adds two to your initiative if you're in a challenge. Uh, yes, I believe there. that's correct. Um, so he's initiate. Oh, fuck me. So he's initiative. So if you challenge him, he's initiative seven, hitting you mostly on twos and or threes, but mostly twos with a reroll with four attacks. And any of those four attacks to get through that hit on a four, that wound on a four up are murderous strike. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Baby Sigismund, apparently. Um, he also has armor of the forest and mantle of champions in case you didn't know how. <laughs> how um, Arthurian these guys were. The Armor of the Forest, the Mental Champion, grants course we had a 2 plus armor save and a 4 up invulnerable save, which goes up to a th- 3 plus invulnerable save in close combat. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So he's, okay. So he's 200 points. Yep. He's a 2 up save. 3 up invulnerable yep. in close combat, because that's yep. where you want him. He accepts challenges, because you want him to. Yep. He's hitting whoever gives him a challenge on a 2 up. Um, unless it's a three, but mostly a two up. You're wounding them on twos with AP one already, but in case you wound them on four up, you're just insta-deathing them. Yes. And you're attacking before them because he's now initiative seven. In general, yes. Yeah, okay. he, he's a character killer. But yeah. that's what he's supposed he's, to do, yeah. Yeah, I like it. For 200 points, I would take him. It, yeah. I mean... No, he's good. And, and he's not because the first one I looked at his stats and stuff like that, some of the things I thought it was kind of fractured. No, he's he's normal armor. I mean, he's got special need armor and all that crap. Fine. But he's normal armor, so you can put him in a different unit. He is Deathwing himself, so either one, you can put him in a, a Deathwing unit or take a death new uh sorry, Deathwing command unit with him, which would be a good choice. Or your other potentially good option is you put him in with some other unit ideally someone who can sweep because um you want to be able to so you probably don't want cataphractic terminators but you could take it with say a unit um so even with a unit say a firewind guys because that's the ones who get bonuses a plus one to wound against uh units with independent characters so there's some potential yep. of that if you're not worried about your hit bonus say you're already hitting really well but your wounds because maybe you're fighting against something a little bit higher toughness because he is still only going to be strength six so then could be a little bit tougher that you know that might not be a bad option for you yeah no i i love this guy yeah he's he's exceptionally well priced for what he does yes yes um i was gonna look at something and i completely forgot what i was gonna oh yeah no he also has got five attacks not four because he's got a bolt pistol and the blade's not a specialist weapon yeah. Did you guys wrap up Course Wayne, or are you in the middle of Course Wayne? No, we, we we wrapped up Course Wayne. Yeah. We also didn't okay. realize how fucking ridiculous he was. Like, damn. Yeah. No, that dude. I didn't. Oh, geez. Dude, two up, three well, up. I have one. I have numbers. All right. Yeah. Let's get back into this. Sorry for the weird pause there in the middle. My dog decided to be bad at chewing things, but he's better now. Um. So let's let's hear some numbers. Yeah. Before we get to the All next right, one, though. So. Assuming I'm not bad at math, which is a big assumption to go off, um, when attacking a Contemptor Dreadnought, a Hunter's unit of Inner Knights of Inner Circle Knights Novium, mm-hmm. the basic type, the Hunter's subtype, right, um, is going to put through about 0. 0.74, so 
each guy's gonna put out 0.74 wounds onto the dreadnought on average. Okay. Whereas the special unit, the the, the broken claws, ashen claws, whatever they're called, is putting on um, 0.55 wounds per synovium on average. Hmm. It's the okay. reason is because you fish for the AP twos. Yeah. Because you're gonna get, you know. Um, each guy's gonna get like 0.37 AP two hits in there. Sorry, point. Each guy's putting on 0.55 AP two hits in there, and that's gonna give you about 0.37 failed saves. And each of those is gonna be D three damage, which could be between one and three. So at a minimum, it's 0.37 each. Um, at maximum, it's gonna be over uh, damage each. So figure like you know it's. The average is going to be the 0.74 per guy. Whereas with the claws against the Contemptor, because so many of those hits are going to be wounding on the twos and the, sorry, the um, threes and the fours, that you don't, you know, the, the fives and the sixes are the ones that are going to be the AP twos to actually get through. No, no, they, they wound on fours. Remember, they get plus one they to wound, wound on three. Because it's strength seven, plus one makes threes. Yeah. Uh, but it's but only AP three, and the number of failed saves it's going to make, on average, is 0. 0.05 failed AP, you know, two up saves against that, and only 0. Um, 0.22 failed saves, which together is less failed saves than the hunters. Although, how many how many wounds is a contemptor out of stupid curiosity? Six. Six. So you only need three. So here's the problem. The dreadnought has to fail six saves there. The dreadnought has only has to fail two minimum. I mean, two minimum the other way. And those two will be five ups. Well, no, I was going to say, the, the dreadnought has to fail three of the brutal two saves, but it has to fail, uh, what, four or five to get an average D3 kill? Three. Average, yeah. The average of D3 three, is three. Average would be three. Yeah. The, the, the big thing, uh, you know, yeah, the great sword also being breaching five. More expected damage output on the hunters. Now, if we set this up to a Leviathan, um, the hunters are getting an average of 0.3 wounds on there, while the claws are getting an average of 0.38 wounds on there. Yeah. The claws are ever so slightly better getting Leviathan. Unless murder strike auto wounds, which I don't think it does. So yeah. it's for me no. coming from Custody's eighth edition into ninth and and seeing what D three damage did. I fucking hate. I fucking hate randomized. Okay, damage. but okay, okay. But here's the thing, Dan. Okay, I'm, that's I'm gonna make, that's the only make it really clear why hunters are just straight up better because hunters going into Custody's rule ones to wound. Very true. Yeah. Claws no, get nothing it's, it's unless D3, no, it's, it's the D three damage that's so unreliable for me. And the hunters have a wider. Uh, not only are okay, they you can get five wounds into a dreadnought, they also have a get... wider array of targets. Yeah, but it's uh, true. That is true, though. I will give you that. Hunters right. are straight up better than claws. We did finish course Swain. Okay, which cool. is to catch you up. I don't know if you were hearing us or not. Is a fucking monster. I'm awesome. calling him Siggy, Baby Siggy. That's what I'm calling. It. He's Baby Siggy. He's he's insane. Like anyway, uh, we did not do Marduk Sidras though. 
you want to do that one, Dave or, sure. or Steve? I'll tell him. He, so oh, he is getting is a guy, model. This is the okay. He had yes. They showed us the model. It's, yeah, it's ninety percent awesome. Yes. Yeah. He's got he's got swords with swords on it. It's 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 pretty cool. So he's two hundred twenty points. He is Dreadwing, um, heavy as well. So that that's of use to know. A weapon skill six, which is good, plus skill five. He's initiative five, four attacks, leadership ten, two up. Um, he has a plasma burner, which we talked before about what that weapon does. He comes stat with uh, three phosphex bombs and a grenade harness. Um, and we'll go over some of his uh, specials. So his warlord trait, he has, uh, sorry, uh, preceptor of the shattered scepter. Uh, if he's the warlord, he has that one automatically. What it says is, if he's the army's warlord, then a unit of Inner Circle Knight Zenobia may be selected as part of the same HQ choice. They are selected in all the same manners as a retinue squad. The retinue squad does not take up a four surge slot and is part of the same unit as him. It must be deployed with him as part of the unit, and he may not voluntarily leave, so it's essentially retinue. However, if this option is selected, then no other unit may be selected for him using the retinue or deathwing retinue special rules in addition an army with him as your warlord may take an additional reaction the opponent player's assault phase as long as he's removed as a casual as long as he's not removed as a casualty so when you take him he gets inner circle knight synobium as a retinue squad um and for all intents and purposes it is a retinue for him so he can take some of your heaviest voices as retinue um his special so he has ancient of war um at the start of battle before deployment, sorry, after deployment, but before the first turn has begun, the controlling player may select a single faction from the Allies of the Dark, sorry, uh, in the Age of Darkness table, including either the, you know, Agents of Imperium or Warmaster that's represented in the enemy army, him and any friendly unit with the Legion of Sturdy's Dark Angel special rule that have at least one model within six inches of him or a model with a transport subtype on which he is embarked. Um, when it's been deployed, but before the game turn, they gain preferred enemy of that faction um, for all models in the unit for the duration of the battle. Um, if he's in reserves, it has no effect. So there's a lot of things here. Um, essentially, when you've deployed, but before the game begins, you pick a faction. And, and I, we'll come back to this because this this leads to a very interesting thing with that other warlord trait. You pick a faction, and any units that have at least one model within six inches of him, or if he's on a transport within six inches of transport, get preferred enemy versus that faction for the game. So if you put him with those inner circle synobium, most likely in a Spartan, because that's what they can go in. Anyone within six inches of your Spartan is going to have preferred enemy versus probably whatever the main force of your opponent is. Really good. That is very, very good. Yeah. Um, that calls into question one thing, though. The Warlord trait we did before, Seneschal of the Keys, this one specifically says, you know, after deployment before the first turn is being... I guess it, it talks about that because you have to be... Oh, and then you select which faction and stuff... But you need to know when to do it. Because the other one doesn't say, you know, like, a, a timing. But that Warlord trait would be garbage if the timing wasn't when I at least see your army list. 
I, I think that should have said a little something extra because this one specifically mentions exactly and it needs to be more particular about the time because you need to be able to measure to it's him so, sure but it it's still weird because this one is so particular about it yes and the other one is not yeah and again yeah. I, I understand why this one is but it would be nice if the other one was as well um right. he has regalia the shattered scepter um it gives him two up armor save for pinville in addition um he automatically passes any dangerous terrain tests um, that is actually very common for Dreadwing. One of their um, rights of war has that same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's my um, favorite melee weapon in the world. Yeah, the Death of Worlds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah he he puts blade. fragments of other swords onto the end of it. Yeah. Um, it's the Berserk Blade. <laughs> yeah. So strength is plus five. Um, he is strength four, so this is a strength nine, AP two. It's melee unwieldy, so he is striking initiative one, two handed. And has the curse of dead worlds. Um, you do not get invulnerable save. Uh, sorry, uh, invulnerable saves taken uh, against this are reduced by minus one to a minimum of six up. So it's AP two, which puts you on your invul, and your invul is one worse, which is is crazy. Wow. Now you are unwieldy, so you're striking slow. So he's he's not great in challenges depending on what they have because he's going to strike initiative one unless they are as well um and because uh, you know he's he's four wounds but he's only toughness four so if they got a big weapon he could get punked out as well but he's great in a unit let's or he's with synobium any of them can take the challenge or challenge one of them does the challenge he works his way through the rest of the unit say you're going against terminators their invul saves are worse or potentially very bad, or against another unit, they don't have them. Let the other guys be the ones to take all the hits for you. I like him. Honestly, no, I really, really like him a lot. He's not the he's not Corswain. He's not no. gonna take a challenge and like beat the shit out of someone. Yeah. No, he's not for but, challenges. That's not his his job. But if you yeah, you were saying is the Sonobian takes the challenge from him and he swings into like a two wound unit of Terminators, he'll just kill the Terminators. Yeah, because he is strength mm -hmm. nine. And so you have a worse oh, no. invul. You fail your invul. I'm just murdering you outright. Yeah. And they're and they're one worse invul. So that's a five up or a six up invul. Which is oh. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And and his ability to give preferred enemy like that is is very useful. I'm a Spartan, by the way, which is amazing. Yeah. I, if you're taking this guy, you're probably gonna take him with a Synobium, because that's the whole one of his whole special things to be able to do. He's Dreadwing. You can take the Synobium as something else that would be useful for you. That means it'll give it to the vehicle as well because they're the unit taking it as, say, a dedicated transport because that's probably the way you're taking it. You can measure out from him, give a whole bunch of your army preferred enemy, and then just you know go have fun. Yeah. And we only have two special characters left and then just the right of war. Yeah, so rights war we might not. Do. I mean, it's for the book. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yes. Two more special characters. All right, well, Steve, you want to take uh, the next guy? Farith Red Gloss or Red Loss? Uh, I gotta scroll up this thing. I'll tell you his name. Sorry, uh, forty-five. Oh, am I the wrong one? Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many. Farith Red Loss from the um the Lost Units document. There we go. Like the actual name of it. Yeah. 
So he's also 220 points. Move seven from still six, move six from five. It, it's a fairly standard stat win, except he's got four attacks instead of three. Well, he's a pretty short level character. Um, he's armed with the Dreadbringer's Plate, the Axe of Castigation, your Sanctuary Grenades, including Rag Grenades, Melted Bombs, and Phosphex Bomb. He is a unique character in the Dreadwing. He's a Dark Angel, independent character, Master of the Legion, which is very nice to have. Battle hardened one, so he's effectively toughest five against instant death, but four for all other purposes. He is a member of the Dreadwing, a master of the arsenal, a loyalist, and a marshal of the crown if he's the warlord. Ooh. All right, let's get into that war gear. The Dreadbringer's plate gives a two up armor save and a four up vulnerable save. And against crawling fire, so phosphex and Armin Melta, invulnerable save becomes a two up, and poison <laughs> only works on a six. This guy, oh man, this guy, he laughs at your phosphates. You can shoot him he with 10 melta guns. Your melta. You shoot him with 10 melta guns and he's just like, hey, here's my they two won't up even instant death him because nope. he's toughness five for instant death. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to at least be strength 10 on that melta. He fucking takes death him. He's, he, his face is his shield. Okay, that's, that is... Ooh. I'm just laughing, I'm just laughing at a fucking support start. squad popping out of a rhino with 10 fucking melta guns. And he's oh, just yeah, like, we're gonna get this guy. This. move aside, peasants. Fucking two up Fucking great. God damn. That's no <laughs> joke. Oh, shit. Oh, that... And oh, because he's not in death. That means apothecaries will absolutely give him that feel no pain. Well, yeah, that feel no pain roll as well. Yep, they will. Oh, there's only three wounds, by the way, but not four wounds like the rest of them, because all the other ones are four wounds. But still, that's that's top that notch. Is that's top tasty. notch tier. That, that I would. That fucking... is dreadbringer. That's a fucking salt bringer. I got melted guns. I got two ups. <laughs> I got Fareeth red loss, bitch. <laughs> okay. That shit, that alone is worth the 220 points just for sheer laughter. Oh, oh, definitely. Already a win. Already a win. I don't care if he does nothing. That alone is... <laughs> All right. The Axe okay. of Castigation, it is one weapon with two different ways you can attack with it. Oh, that's so cool. In each phase, you choose one of the two profiles for all of its attacks, all four of them. Um... Either you do an overhead strike, so the big swing, which would be strength plus three for strength seven, AP two, two-handed, so no bonus um, attacks or multiple weapons, um, unwieldy, and mastercrafted. That's okay, and have a pistol to use anyway. Um, that is nice. Strength seven's a nice number to be at. You're wounding a lot of things on twos, dreadnoughts on fours. Mastercrafted gives you re-rolls. Um, well, let's go to the next one, sweeping strike. Melee Reaping Blow 3. Mastercrafted. Hey, do you like your character's 7 attacks at initiative at AP2? I do. Especially when they have rad grenades and make you toughness 3. Mm -hmm. That is... Oh man, that's no joke. Mm -hmm. That's no joke. That is good. Oh, um, this guy's the master of weapons. Yeah, he's now yeah. They open right. up the vault for this. Boy. I wonder yes. why the hell he's got every grenade in the fucking armory. Yeah. And then I scroll down. No and I'm like, oh. Yeah, master he of the arsenal. What was I saying about him not having a pistol? Oh wait, he gets to pick something. 
Yeah. So you at the start of the battle, not right list running, but the battle, you pick one of the three following weapons to use for that battle. You could have a neural shredder carbine, an adamantic pulse pistol, or a shard bolt pistol. And they all have, you know, like like planet names I'm not even gonna bother trying to pronounce. So the neural shredder carbine is range 18, strength one, AP two. Oh, wait, this looks familiar. Assault 2, Poison 4, Ignores Cover and Pinning. Same mm. fucking thing. Yeah. Well, that's but it's nice. AP2. It's AP2 this time. I'm, I the other one was breaching 4 up, so it was effectively AP2 anyway. Yeah. True, but I'm just going to... Uh... The, different, uh, the only difference between them is that one works against vehicles, but they're both strength 1, so really neither oh, works. Ignores cover. Yeah, so this one ignores cover. That's correct. Yes, okay. So, yeah. that was gonna say. so strong start. Strong start two shots that are just gonna go ping right into eye slits. That's nice. Um, only being a four up though means that it's not gonna be super reliable. Range 18 means you're shooting at once, maybe twice in a game under most circumstances. Um, it's an option. Let's see what else we got. The Adamantic Pulse Pistol, strength six, uh, no, strength, uh, so range six, strength eight, AP two, pistol one, lance shock pulse. Oh, cool. So it's an inferno pistol. But instead of Melta, it's Lance. And, yeah. oh yeah, it's Shock Pulse. So, take more than one. This is alright. So, um, if... it is a pistol. Mm... It is a pistol, so it's a plus one attack. That's if right. If you do Reaping, not, not if you do the uh, overhead strike, but if you do Reaping, so now you're right. at eight attacks. Yeah. If you do Reaping Blow. That is promising. That is definitely promising. Um, also, Strength 8 AP2, you could laugh at Terminators a little bit. Um, at least in Overwatch, or right before you yourself get a charge in. The range 6 does hold it back quite a bit, though. And uh, the last of our three options, the Shard Bolt Pistol. Range 12, Strength 4, AP 5, pretty standard so far. Pistol 4, oh, so it gets 4 shots. Rending 6 up, and Moon Silver. Moon Silver. Oh, Any unsafe wound caused against mouth with the Demon Unitype or Psyker Subtype is instead 2 wounds. Wounds cause it accelerating wounds do not spill over to other mobs. So essentially, it's 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 almost brutal, but brutals before saves. Yeah. Um, this this is interesting. The fact that it's picked before a game means you could absolutely list Taylor the fuck out of this. Um, I would I... probably take the pulse pistol as my go-to. Yeah, because you get the, the shard pistol or the neural shredder on standby. Yeah, because neural shredder is still a solid choice, but that extra attack is generally going to be the most useful thing, I think. Yeah, it would be funny to Overwatch with the shredder carbine and pin someone so they cannot charge. Oh, that is that also is, true. That is possible. Yeah, but I, I agree with the pulse pistol. The plus one attack. Yeah, that it gives the reaping blow, and the ability to just plink off a wound if you want. Yeah, or if you got the Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I, I would probably default to the Adamantic Pulse Pistol. See, this is what's cool about Dark Ages. They have all that forbidden technology or the technology that others just don't have access to. Yes. And you have to see like glimpses of what Dark Age humanity could do in these weapons. This is probably like a standard sidearm for Dark Age humans. This is cool. All right. Hey. We have one left? Yep. Yeah, Holguin. 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 Yeah, Holguin. You want to take him, Dave, or you want yeah. me to take him? Yeah, I'll go through Holguin. 
He's got a stupid name. He's cheap, though. He's only 150 points. Uh, weapon skill cheap. 6, which is good. for wounds. Initiative 5, 4 attacks. Otherwise, pretty standard special guy stat line. Um, he is Deathwing as well. Also heavy. Um, bulky 2. Uh, he's stubborn, relentless. He's a loyalist. All that kind of stuff. So, for his items, he's got Deathbringers, Aegis. It gives a 2-up armor save and 4-up invul. And additionally, has a 5-up feel no pain. Um, it is Terminator armor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah in the form of Terminator plate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he's heavy and all. He actually has Terminator plate on. Um, he has a Viridian blade, um, and Volkite charger for his his other weapon. But uh, he's a Viridian blade. Um, it counts as a sword for the purposes of the hex for the hexagrammaton Deathwing special rule. Um, though it doesn't say they didn't count in their own max. Okay. Because that one, you get the plus one on it. So it's plus two strength, putting him at a strength of six, AP two, melee two-handed, mastercrafted, and reaping blow two. Um, Which is pretty good. That puts him, what, uh, attacks. Oh, that's good. Uh, actually, yeah, that's it for him. I had a look. Yeah, he's he's short and sweet, but then again, he's only 150 points. So he's... Yeah, exactly. He's... he's, uh, he's he does. Value. He's yeah. value. He's a prey to Paragon Blade, but he's, you know... With a Damn better Paragon Blade. Yes, a and better Paragon Blade. And if he's Warlord, he has Marshal of the Crown Deathwing automatically. Which is the plus one. But... Leadership buff, yep. Yeah, leadership buff, and then it would be an extra reaction in the assault phase. Yeah, if I was going to run a um, Cataphracty Praetor, I'd probably just be like, yeah, Algwin, that's my guy. I be special. So I know Dark Angels have like the, the largest, but they're spending the most time on these guys. Yes. But some of their characters are really fucking cool. They, they have like, a lot of, it. I mean, yeah. not to reuse the word, they have a lot of character in them. Yeah. They, they, they give a sure. good bit of variety. Their characters don't span a lot of the subtypes, per se. They're, for the most part, Dreadwing, Deathwing. Um, I don't know if anyone was anything else or even neutral. But they, they give you a lot of choice there. They have a lot of flavor to it. And remember, the unit that they go with doesn't have to be the same type. So, like, oh, not really big on Deathwing stuff. Well, if you still want to take this guy, you could take this guy and put him in a unit with someone else. That's fine. You, you could know. throw him in a firing unit so he's, you know, strength six with a plus one to wound against characters or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, if you're going at it from a lore perspective remember we're this is 30k not 40k and 40k dark angels for almost all intents and purposes are like three separate armies deathwing is like their own sort of thing ravenwing is their own sort of thing and then what people usually call colloquially greenwing at this point that's not really the case your terminators can be anything it actually mentions um i forget if it was in this or somewhere else where i was reading that um like in in closer to 40k your uh your dreadnoughts are essentially iron wing same way as your vehicles stuff like that but at this time they pretty much kept you with whatever unit you were in before whatever type you were before as a way to you know kind of honor the fallen dead kind of thing or you know the, the still living so you know deathwing for all intents and purposes doesn't mean the same sort of thing so this guy being deathwing going with other people you know is fine i'm sure you can find cases where like oh one of these might not have went with 
one particular group or whatever, but you can mix and match. You know, it, it doesn't yeah, fit nah, the It's all same circles within circles. Yes. Um, as I was reading book nine before when that first dropped, I'm going through like, oh, wow, this is kind of interesting. Because even within a squad, it will be mixed. So the rules is like, you know, the squad is predominantly this. But like a random sergeant could be given tactical control of the battlefield if, you know, their past experience is what best is suited for what they're facing. Yeah. So while you may have like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, this guy's, you know, the chapter master level guy. And this one's the captain level guy. That guy there, you know, knows how to deal with this situation because he fought in that battle, which had this thing, which is similar to that thing. So, yeah, no, it's it's all intermingled. That's very much part of um, their ethos. Yeah. All right. We so we, we've covered all the things oh, but please. the rights of war, but we've been going for a very, very long time. Yes, we um, do the rights of war another time. <laughs> yeah. What, what I'll, I'll say a few things about them quickly so we don't have to actually we can go through them at a later yeah. point if we want. But um, they have the most rights of war. Again, because they have this sort of we're six different armies put together and sorted in the way that would be useful. And their rights of war absolutely reflect that. So they have a right of war that is either geared or almost directly towards one of those. Um, I'll talk about the one that I really like and maybe we'll, you know, we can sort of stop I'm there. Sure it's the Eschaton Imperative, isn't it? Yeah, the Eschaton Imperative because it's great. It's gonna go great with the the um, yeah uh, Death Guard guys that I'm making because then um, the board is lava. Don't go anywhere near it. It'll be fun. Um, so this is the Dreadwing one. Essentially, you can take Destroyer Assault Squads, Mortalis Destroyer Squads, or Dreadwing Interemptors as troops. Um, any of those units you take that way have to be Dreadwing. It's the kind of thing of usually a lot of it has to be Dreadwing or a lot of it has to fit whatever the subtype is that they do. The big cool thing this does is um, the open terrain outside of the player's deployment zones is automatically difficult. Um, if it was dangerous or anything before or impassable or any of those sorts of rules, it keeps those rules. So, uh, you know, the open land is now dangerous. Sorry, difficult. You choose two markers. They have to be six inches from the edge or a player's deployment zone. Any area within six inches of those markers counts as dangerous. Also, anyone who's Dreadwing automatically patches, passes dangerous terrain tests. Um, and you get plus, wound, sorry, plus one to wound all model, uh, sorry, to wound rolls for all models in either of those areas. Um, Sorry, in area terrain or terrain place that counts as dangerous, which would be those regions that you put down. So everything not in a deployment zone is difficult. Certain things could be dangerous, and you can put two essentially six-inch bubble dangerous regions where you get pluses to wound on that, and you can ignore the dangerous part. Um, and don't it's just fun. Phosphects. Don't forget, Phosphex Lingering Death leaves a permanent marker of yes. dangerous terrain. Yeah. For the rest of the game. Now. So you can grow with a couple quad mortars on the field. Oh, or yeah. Phosphex or some of these or... characters or units yeah. have Phosphex bombs. You know, to yep. take uh, Marduk, so he has three. Just because the table starts clean does not mean it has to finish the game that no. way. The... Um, for the love of God, have markers to, to scatter around. Yes. Yes. Have them scatter around. And there is cut out felt. 
just got fucked yeah, at this point. There is, there is one downside to this. Um, and it makes sense. If, at the end of the battle, there are enemy units in the opposing player's deployment zone that are not pinned or falling back, the opponent gets D3 victory points. So, essentially, if you haven't done enough to them, they will actually get victory points. And D3 is big. The game I played the other day, we tied on like a 1-1. Dan and I's game was was like 6-8. So, I mean, D3 yeah. can absolutely tie the game or lose you the game. So, like, this is really good. But if it doesn't go well, and also you ignore dangerous, but it's difficult. You don't ignore difficult. So... I, you get slowed down as well, unless you have something to ignore it. So it, it's it's not going to hurt you, but you're not rushing through it. So I, I like this one the most. Um, th they have other ones, like they have one for Stormwing, essentially. Hey, take, you know, tons of guys of Stormwing. Ironwing, take a bunch of that. Oh, Deathwing, yeah, we got that too. Unbroken, yeah, Unbroken Vows to Deathwing, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that, that's your, you know, essentially special elite guys as troops. So they have a lot. Um, if you're playing this, you know, go ahead and look at which one you want. Um, for the. It depends on the way you want to build it out. Honestly, right now I'm doing was Pride of the Legion instead, just because I'm still waiting on those Mark III guys. So I honestly can't really run one of the other ones. And Unbroken Val, I honestly don't like. I don't think it's it's good but we'll, we'll go get the mark three soon i promise <laughs> I, it's I, whenever they arrive there i have so much other stuff to paint i have started painting but i have so much other stuff to paint the only thing that would be nice about having them is then i can kind of like potentially spice into some of these other options but it's all good I, yeah. i'm super far from being done so if it takes a while to get those i'll still be painting for another oh god probably another if I can actually paint for as long as I want, another solid week plus. So, all right. Um, how about we do some quick wrap up thoughts? Um, um it's going to be tough because this is the first Legion, so we'll probably have better wrap ups no, later. No. But I mean, so like, fun fact: this is a good first Legion anyway because it's got so uh, many fucking options. You know does. what I mean? It, it's like this is ironically the first Legion is. I mean, also one of the coolest looking legions, but it's also one of the easier legions to somewhat start, or maybe even harder, because it's overburdened with options. You know what I mean? If you want to run mostly Terminators, you run mostly Terminators. If you want to do some really cool, fast, uh, um, uh, fast shit, do fast shit. It, the, the first legion was like this fluff-wise, because they're the ones that kind of built the tactics for the rest of the legions. Yeah. Other legions, White Scars copied off of the Dark Angels, you know? Um, so it's just, it, 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 they are, I, I don't know if they're like a good starter legion per se, only because of the amount of options you have. Well, but no, they, they're, they're fantastic because they're so customizable exactly, on, the okay. by, on the unit by unit level. So you could, so if you like having a little bit of everything, Dark Angels are a great route to go because it's like, and, and they're heroes. I they're really want to hunt their characters, have some fire wings. I want to hit them with sword. Have some death wing. I want to shoot them with bolters. Have some storm wing. I want to ride bikes. Uh, the raven wing exists. Yeah, uh, gonna, and the heroes um, are great too. Yeah. So it's like yeah. So it's just yeah. I'm gonna split the difference with that sort of viewpoint. I agree they have lots of options, but if you are 
if you are the type who's going to have an analysis paralysis of trying to figure out exactly what to do, like I have a problem with, not a little bit better in the game, obviously, but more of like even trying to figure out, okay, well, I have this many marine bodies. What am I going to do with them? What kind of weapons? This, the amount of choices and different directions you can go. I would say if you're doing these guys, you really want to take a little bit of time and plan it out first. Because unlike some other legions where it's like, all right, I'm doing, you know, world eaters. All right, my guys better have jump packs. I want, you know, guys with, you know, bolt pistol chains. Or, you know, you have a reasonably well, you know, prescribed avenue to at least start it. You can branch out from there, but you at least probably know where you want to start. Here, you have, for to some extent, multiple different armies to figure out the way you want to go. And if all you have is, say, the big box and maybe a little bit extra, you really want to figure out what to do with it. Because you don't want to necessarily be like, oh, I'm, I thought I'd start this. And I, I put, you know, Volkite and all these guys. I don't really want that. I really want to run them as this kind of thing instead. So I, me personally, no. I got slowed down putting stuff together because I was taking forever figuring out how many of each type of guy I want for different things. But they are still really cool. And their paint scheme is great. I'm glad I don't have to they paint tons of white. one of the coolest looking models. Yes. I, I, I'm looking at right now Marduk because I didn't realize that he, they're, he's coming out with a model. I didn't put yes. two and two together. I saw it. And I was like, wow, that's a really fucking cool model. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. I will say I'm disappointed in the blade because as per the fluff, the blade's supposed to be like fucking nine feet tall. and It's the Berserk blade. It's yes. supposed to be the Berserk blade. But I'm looking at this and I'm like, eh. you know, okay. I know we mentioned it before. You know how James did his uh, HQ with yes. the blade that's fucking mass. That's what I imagine the blade should be. It, that's a Marduk. Should it be? Blade. Yes. Are they going to sell you a model quite like that? Probably no. No. Just be just the ridiculous size the blade would be because he's I is he going to be plastic? Did they say that? Yes. It is okay. I'm looking at the model right oh, now. Oh, thankful. I did not want to have to unbend that much. I'm resin. looking at it. it here. I'm looking at It's got the plastic base. It's got the tactical rock. It looks plastic. It smells like plastic. Yeah, but so the word bears characters look like that too, and they, they're resin. Yeah. Apparently, Little Legend Studios got access to the model already. Did the model get released? No. No, all they've oh, done is maybe, showed him. Maybe uh, as an event only release, maybe? I don't think yeah, I even think that. I think like they just Kavanda. showed the dude. They yeah. probably gave it to someone so they could get a couple extra painted up before yeah. it all starts. So I'm thinking like maybe like Kabanda was a event only release. God, I wish I would have sent money to someone in Britain to pick me up that fucking model. <sighs> I don't know. I, I can wait. There's so much other stuff around to wait. All, all right. right. All right. Do we think we're... Oh man, we thought this would be so much shorter, and it wasn't. It'll be shorter be for fair, those listening. Dark Angels had it's literally triple the amount of yes. every other legion. Because the next legion we were doing, I was looking at what the next legion is. It has triple. Yes. Literally, they had uh, uh, seven special characters. The next legion has three. Yeah. Well, you know what uh, I mean, so before we started recording, we were counting up in the um the document of things that don't essentially don't currently have active models that they did there's 38 total special among the legions dark angels have seven of them and yeah. there's 18 legions so off of that list there should be about two per legion and they have seven out of it so they they yeah. have the most it was always going to take the longest also by the way i was gonna say we also started recording like nine 
20-ish. We started a little late, but we're still actually closing on three hours. So I think I'll, uh, I think I'll close out the, the recording at this point then. And that'll do it for us tonight. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, remember, this is available on any podcatcher that you use. It's also available on YouTube, where we hope shortly, when I actually have some free time, to start putting up some battle reports and other types of content. We have a lot of ideas in mind. We just you know need a little bit of time to actually do it. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, uh, easiest way currently is through the email, terrainkickersnj at gmail.com. I am working on putting a, a Facebook together. Just, just been very, very busy. Although next week I have the entire week off, so I can actually get on to some of these tasks I've been wanting to do. For next week, we're probably just going to continue our deep dives into these different legions. The hope is maybe the next one will be a, a little bit shorter. There's there's less for almost every other legion than Dark Angels, so we'll see. We also want to make sure we get back into doing our content on Titanicus, so do expect something coming out for that in the very near future. On behalf of everyone here on the show, has a good hobby and some great gaming.